Welcome to Balanced Pixels, a podcast where three friends from different walks of life share their love of video games and how they manage to fit all those pixels into their busy schedules. Trizzle, a super mom who does it all. Josh, a desert dweller with a love for sunshine. And Scully, a virtual builder who has her hands in all the cookies. Balanced Pixels is brought to you by Outlines and Timelines for when you're covering a buttload of information in a short amount of time. Like we are. <laughs> right now. All right, ready, set, go, because we got a lot to talk about. Oh my gosh. So much. Oh, I have no idea what I got us into I don't by know. saying, like, let's do Assassin's yeah. Creed, thinking this is gonna be like a one episode thing. I know. We're all like all happy, excited, like, yeah, let's let's do a Assassin's Creed overview. It's gonna be great. And then we start working on the outline and we're just like, fuck what if one we done? rabbit hole later. <laughs> the rabbit hole is still going. Oh my gosh. I was like, can we go back to when we were all pure and innocent and excited about this? I know now it's like it is a chore it is a chore it's a really cool chore and I'm very happy about this but like the hours I spent watching YouTube breakdowns trying to understand this series over the weekend Um, I I I too helped with the group I subjected myself watching the movie there's my homework you You watched the movie oh my god yeah i I forgot that's right you said you had watched the movie Mm -hmm. and you said oh yeah we got also also there are some youtube (laughs) legends and gods out there that create all the like the piece all their cutscenes together so i have a general idea of who's hot in these games Who's hot? Who's not an Assassin's Creed? Welcome to the episode. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, there is some tasty, tasty characters. Oh, there, there are some nice tall drinks out there. Let me Ooh. tell you that. Yeah. Let me tell you yep. my, my first love, Ezio Aldatore. Oh my god. Is he like the 19-year-old dude that like has the popped collar and is a little bit of a rebel? No. That's like half the guys we go out of high school with. I know, right? Oh. No, he was, he was <laughs> the... If I, was, if I was, if I was like, <laughs> he was the Italian assassin, and every time he's like, uh, you know, speaking in Italian, I'm just like, hello, swoon. Oh, oh, oh my god! Oh, my ovaries just popped. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Why is everybody suddenly pregnant? I don't know. <laughs> First time this guy opens his mouth, poof, there goes another one. See, there you go. <laughs> another one. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right, let's get, I, yeah, let's get into this. <laughs> let's get in, I know, right? Damn. Oh my goodness. So, yeah, so I, do you want to, do you want to kind of introduce it, Scully, or do you want me to introduce it? And then you go into like a little bit of a break. I don't know how we want to do this. Oh God. <laughs> honestly, let's, I, honestly, I think let's start it with a, uh, hey, so, uh, this uh, this is going to be a new season, and it's going to be all Assassin's Creed with some minisodes to give us a little break. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's so been... this is this is really happening. <laughs> yeah, we just we just decided this literally like a few minutes ago. <laughs> if yes. that. <laughs> Triz, Triz is going to be our our uh, mini-sodes with loads and loads of amazing indie games because Triz, you're so good at finding these indie games. Right? I accidentally trip over them, but I am being more than happy to guide you through this journey of indie games during our intermissions of Assassin's Creed. Yes. yes. 
<laughs> we are we are going to go through we're going to go through the series today kind of overall right like a, a mm-hmm. not a quick it's probably gonna be a little long but a, an overview of everything yeah. and then we'll start breaking down the games uh, mm-hmm. episode by episode oh yeah holy moly <laughs> And we we will still like do an overview of the the storyline as well, like as a whole, and then we'll do a deep dive into each game. So that way we get to deep dive into that storyline, and we can talk about key points in each game because each game has a part of the storyline. Yes, <laughs> it has a and whole. They're not always part. unpacking the story at this like in chronological order either as the yeah. games are released. As I'm finding out, like you start going back and forth and back and forth, and it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh yeah, like we mm-hmm. jump around the the uh, the historical timeline a lot. We uh, dive into the animus and the animus. Animus. I was like, and that they was don't. A yeah, they don't use the animus in all of the the uh, games anymore. They've uh, transitioned over to like you know now these people are just sitting at a desk and like just kind of playing a game. And I'm like, that's cool because that's kind of what we're actually doing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> kind of is. Yeah, I mean the animus. I think it's like animus two point or three point whatever. Because like, it also evolves as the series goes on. But like, right? it is in Valhalla, the latest one. And, oh yeah, the metaverse of a. Uh, well, <laughs> <is laughs> final conclusion is going to be Zuckerberg coming out saying, yeah. "Sweet baby Rays." <laughs> oh my <No>. god! <laughs> yes. Make it stop. I was like, speaking of the animus, it was really cool. Like having watched the movie. It was horrible, but the actors and actresses were pretty. Um, and it was really cool getting to see like live action assassins and stuff like that. I was like, ah! Um, but the animus we see in that game actually ties into the games too. It does. And it was really cool to see that. And I was like, ah! That was the first couple of games. Oh, yeah. But oh. the whole like, it's lifting you up into the air and you're like, wah, 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 ka-cha! And yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's exactly what it sounds like, too. Wait, wait, what does it sound like again? <laughs> wah, wah, cha. <laughs> okay, just checking. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we'll put some real sound effects in there, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, you got to keep it as such as scenes. I think we have a new uh, sound oh, command that, for your yeah, we do. panel now. <laughs> Dear God, no. <laughs> Oh Perfect. man! Anytime there's action, just wah wah, <laughs> wow. right? Dear <laughs> <laughs> God, someone, one of my mods is like listening to this right now, and they're just like, "Okay, so we're gonna quote this to just pull up Scully's mm-hmm. Twitch channel." Oh, no. <laughs> Anytime I say something like off stream, they're like, "Hang on, I'm gonna just pop over to your channel and quote that," and I'm like, "It doesn't count if it's not live." <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I have the best moderators on Twitch. I'll be honest. <laughs> you guys yeah, are awesome. It's not me because I still can't figure out how to quote people. I'll be Same here. I Actually, that's probably, she's probably happy people. that we. She's probably happy that we can't quote. <laughs> this is why you two are yeah. my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> We're both bumbling. How do we quote? I don't know, but we can ban the frick out of people. Though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oops! Everybody that's watching is banned. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, knowing how to ban people is like half the struggle of being a moderator. Very important with the spam bots, so. Oh yeah. <laughs> but all right, let's let's really let's really get into this episode. So um, oh 
like we mentioned, we're just doing a brief outline of the games uh, by release. And, you know, we'll make our, our little comments along the way, which is what we usually do. But um, we'll be doing another episode for the the whole overview of the storyline next. And then we'll dive into the games, which will be really fun because I, I might actually pull up Assassin's Creed 1 and relive some nostalgia. <laughs> There, I think there is also side note right now, as of recording this on February something. Uh, <laughs> uh, I know it's February, I just can't remember what day. Uh, anyway, um, the, I think on Steam there is a sale on every Assassin's Creed game at the moment. Wow, so I, oh, yeah. I wonder if that's if they're gonna share sale. that generosity to the console players then. I know, right? Because I'm I'm pausing my purchasing of uh, PC games for a while, <laughs> but um, but if it's cheap enough, I mean, they've it's it's the lunar the lunar New Year sale on Steam, uh, which ends uh, oh February third, so like two ooh. days from now. We'll yeah, lunar year. Oh God, yeah. it'll be it'll be over by this episode airs. Sorry, guys, you yeah. missed it. <laughs> Whoops, sorry to get your hopes up. Never mind. Maybe we'll but, tweet it out yeah. like, oh my god, do it now. Do it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, the games always seem to go on sale, though, especially the early ones. So I might pick up a few and see if I can get some. Uh, oh, yeah. And they have like, yeah. um, they have collections of these games now, too, which I thought was really cool. I left oh, that out. <laughs> I left it out on the timeline because I was like, we don't need to go over that. <laughs> I was oh, like, yeah. but I well, at least I, not on this episode. Yeah, I was like, but there are collections of each game. You have the Altair uh, collections, you've got the Ezio collections, uh, you know, and you've got the um, the uh, the Liberator collection, which I thought was really cool. Which uh, is Connor and our uh, our lovely French assassin, the our first French assassin, mind you. She was our first. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, really? Okay. Eveline. Okay. She was our first French yes. assassin. <clears throat> okay. I was like, most people like think, oh yeah, it's in Unity. No, no, no. That was not the first that, that was not the first time we saw French in in this franchise. <laughs> I was like, nope. Oh, okay. That's all I did. Oh yeah, I'm having such a hard time keeping up with everybody and everything I, in this game series. You know that we'll, cons- we'll you know that by the end of this season. I know, I know that conspiracy meme, and it's like show this guy practically losing with all these lines that currently in my brain trying to keep up with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like what? Okay, <laughs> but yeah. So um, let's see some some basic information we've got here. Uh, so if you don't know, uh. This series was developed uh, by Ubisoft, mainly by Ubisoft Montreal, which is the same game developers that gave us Child of Light, which we covered in episode 13 on season one. Uh, so I love I love me some Ubisoft, but maybe not so much in the future because uh, their executives doing some dumb shit. Uh, we aren't going to jump into that, though, because... We'll be here forever. It's okay. <laughs> I was like, you can, you can Google, you can Google uh, Ubisoft and and uh, and NTFs or NFTs. NFTs. Yeah, NFTs. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Got it. Okay. Yeah, there's a there's a Polygon article I got to read later because I didn't realize that he yeah I didn't realize about the the oh, I just don't he said this he's got this one line that everyone's like it's everywhere now it's blown up just that one fucking line where he's just like they just 
Gamers just don't understand. And I was like, oh, you do what? not insult. <laughs> I was like, if you are in the game industry, you do not insult your consumer base because we are spiteful little bitches. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, we are. We, yeah, it's, I mean, honestly. The gaming yeah. community, dude. Oh, yeah. There, there's never such a bigger load of trolls and spiteful people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, like, yeah. there are a lot of a lot of companies that do that. They insult their consumers, but they still, you know, people still buy from them. But I was like, gaming mm-hmm. community, we take to the Twitters. We are salty as fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, and I love it when it's when it's well-deserved. <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah. when it's just like, guys, they're, you know... If it's if it's something that it's just like guys, they're really they're really trying to like work on this, and people are still being spiteful and salty. I'm like, okay, you guys are not being understanding at all. But when it's yeah. like, yeah, when when you say something, defending mm-hmm. something that's just awful. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's that. You deserve all the salt. Maybe like maybe some that yeah. Is NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some paper cuts and some lemon juice on top of that salt too. Um. <laughs> Well, it just kills me too because, like, he's going on about oh, going on about NFTs, and it's like if you even wanted to buy like Ethereum, isn't it like several thousand dollars for just one? Like, it's it's something for like the mega rich now or the people that got in early in the crypto, and it's mm-hmm. like uh, you're gamers. Like, we may spend a lot of money on games, but a lot of us don't have money to just like piss yeah. away on you know a hexagon like profile picture so i don't know i feel like it was it was it's definitely very out of touch as i'm looking into this but oh yeah that's not a reflection of all of ubisoft because there are some amazingly talented people there that have clearly created some amazing games oh let's face it the Assassin's Creed did not come out of the CEO. It came out of an amazing team that created this series. 100%. And, like, and you can see the love and dedication that goes into these games in the Assassin's Creed franchise sure. itself. Oh my god, they're, yeah. they're just gorgeous. So yeah, there's oh, yeah. a lot of love put into this game. Yeah. And it's like and detail. Love. Jeez, oh the god. detail. The the way that they've connected. Oh, all right, we'll get into it. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, we'll yeah. Save this for like in two minutes from now. <laughs> all right. So let's let's go over a brief kind of like you know if you're unfamiliar with this series. Um, hello, welcome to the world. Uh, <laughs> the Assassin's Creed games. Their main gameplay revolves around combat, stealth, and exploration, including the use of parkour to navigate the environment. Um, if you don't know what parkour is, it's... Uh, parkour! Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, watch the office. <laughs> parkour, parkour! Parkour! <laughs> um, it's like, you know, climbing up the sides of buildings, jumping from rooftop to rooftop, and sometimes jumping off of roofs into water and piles of hay and leaves in this game. Uh, mm-hmm. Which was, like, totally badass. Like, just watching the camera follow your character as they disgracefully land in this pile of hay... Or like I'm you know, still not swan. used to doing that. I'm yeah. still nervous every time I jump off a cliff in Valhalla. Oh my god, my I remember my <laughs> butt my butt cheeks used to clench so hard when I would do it. I'm oh. like, oh good. Oh I bet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But after There's like the third or so that. game, it was just <laughs> like, oh my god, this is amazing. Especially watching them swine dive into water. Swine dive. Swan dive? Swan oh, dive. Yeah. Wine? Swan dive. Swan dive. Swine? Yeah. Swine? No. Swine. Swine. I would be Ooh. swine diving because I just flop <laughs> into the water. There's yeah, no way I could. that's that's what I'm doing too. I'm swine diving. It's just a, tie, a giant blob falling into the water. That's about 
Mm-hmm. I will get the wind knocked out of me from impact of the oh, water. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and just like when we don't come up for air after a minute, you know, send some send someone in to rescue us. Lisa, <laughs> thank you. That'd be great. Yeah. We're probably dead at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> or the hay pile. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, but yeah, so uh, back to the game. <laughs> uh, I love it. There's also um, massive amounts of real world history, um, historical and mythological locations and figures in these games, which were really cool. Um, some of my favorites were Leonardo da Vinci, who first appears as an ally in Assassin's Creed 2. Uh, Florence Nightingale in Assassin's Creed Syndicate and literally all of the locations and origins which takes place in Egypt. <gasps> oh, wow. I didn't yeah. wow. wow. Also 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 side note, side note, as I'm watching this rabbit hole of YouTube videos this weekend, Henry Ford? Henry Ford is part of this? Like it's like yeah. part of the like it, what? Yeah. What? They it tied is... it into like American entrepreneurs and like I'm like, what? <laughs> oh yeah, it is so cool to see what they do with these historical figures. And it, I think it's really interesting. Like I wanna know like what their um what their thought like pattern is on the decisions on this horse historical figure is gonna be a Templar, this one's gonna be an assassin. You know, this yeah. one's gonna help the assassins. That's that's two different things that we gotta yeah. unpack too. Wow. It's, it's really cool because like everyone like every once in a while on the timeline, like um the assassins and the Templars switch a little. Yeah. Yeah. So like their yeah, goal is, I Oh, we're, we're gonna do this and then someone gets like a you know, a hair stray hair up their nose and they're like, Whoa, we're gonna do something else. Oh my god. It's like Yeah, what? Fuck, no, Because no. <laughs> it's funny because like what they the the okay, so the can should we go into that a little bit before getting into the games of like what the uh, assassins versus the Templar? Because this took me a while to understand. Yeah, we might like basically a little history lesson a little bit, just a quick one. Yeah, because they're gonna yeah. hear these terms throughout the uh the outline here. Yes. Yeah. So um Um do you? I, I I have a basic under. All I know is Henry Ford. I think is part of the Templar, right? I mean, and, <laughs> that, I, makes, that sense. makes sense because it's very very corporate, <laughs> very corporate, rigid. Similar goals. They both want peace, but the Templar wants peace by force and yeah. by like law. They right? want to be able to control mm-hmm. the masses. Right. That makes makes a lot of sense. Corporate, yeah, probably. and the assassins. Corporate, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the assassins. Soon believe... there's gonna be a cyberpunk blend. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And the assassins very much believe in um, uh, peace and freedom. They want the masses to, you know, be at peace, but they also want them to have like you know control over their own brains. <laughs> right. Yes, because there is brain control in this series yes. on a grand scale. With a biblical, literally biblical tie-in. Holy shit, holy shit. Yes. I'm like, I, again, yeah. my mind's been blown for like the past few days as I'm going through all this. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so before we get into those pieces though, uh, we need to explain the Isu. Yes, the, the Isu. So we want to yes. do that without giving up too much of the storyline. So the Isu mm-hmm. are a, a different race that lived on Earth. And before they say, humans. yeah, before humans. Okay. They ended up creating, uh, you know, a, a, a race in their own image. Ta da! It was us. Um, that was us. Yeah. Okay. And uh, they would control uh, humans with these uh, items and objects that we, we'd, uh, we call pieces of Eden. Oh. 
So, and that would allow them to, you know, keep the the humans, you know, docile and under their control. Because they wanted to make humans as, like, basically slaves, right? Yeah. That was, like, the original... Free like, labor. Free labor. Yep. Free labor, that's it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, but um, who were the first two humans that they created? That's what... This is where it gets really weird and, like, amazing to me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it wasn't the first two that they created. I think I know what you're talking oh. about. Um, okay. It two was... that went rogue, right? Yeah. Um, okay. They were human Izu hybrids. They were the first human Izu hybrids. So they were okay. the first that w- ones that were like self-aware and weren't be weren't able to be controlled by the pieces of Eden. Okay. So like I thought that was really cool. And their and names were Adam and Eve. Yes. You guys, Adam and Eve. Like they just jammed like one of those assassin daggers right into the fucking Bible. I love how they integrated all of this. Oh, like yeah. Not just history, but like religion too. And like oh yeah, it's like, just wild. It's like universal, like all religion. That's one of the things like I really liked because when I was studying religion back in my use, um, I was looking at a lot of it going like, what if everyone believes in the same things? but we just believe in separate parts of it. Like, what if it's all the same thing? Right? And then that's what Assassin's yeah. Creed did. And I was like, screaming. Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's Where what I was it? thinking, too. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this. I'm like, this is it. Like, this is, you know, I mean, obviously it's not, but like, this is so freaking right. creative that they just oh, integrated yeah. everything like this. Oh, yeah. So it's just like, oh, my God, like someone had the same idea I did and built an entire franchise out of it. It's like, ah! Oh my god. <laughs> this is so With cool. Parkour. Yeah. <laughs> parkour. I say that more often. Parkour. Parkour, parkour. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, um, so it's really cool. Like, we see that a lot when um, we dive into these, these storylines in each of these games because a lot, like, especially uh, in, in the history, like, when we dive back into the history and the genetics, um, a lot of these people, yeah. religion is a big thing you see all over the world um and a lot of these religions tie back to the izu so that was like so cool like even mythology like ah! (laughs) and now now it's like as i'm as i'm going through this too and i'm still playing through valhalla like my god that game is I mean, at least a hundred hours of gameplay. I'm not. I'm, I keep getting distracted. But anyway, like as I'm going through, I'm like, oh wow! Like they really did good at like honing in on like the Nordic like mythology and and beliefs and things like that. But then when you get to England, like there's a lot of Christianity too, and like mm-hmm. they're pretty like. And I'm like, okay, I'm. We're gonna start seeing like the Templar now. It's starting to make sense as to like, oh, this is like actually a critical part of the Assassin's Creed timeline. Is not just the the different like stages and stuff and the this 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 kind of what did they what was it called again the the chair thing that you plug they plug into animus uh oh animus yeah. animus right animus, animus yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. like yeah. it's just it just all starts making sense now as i'm going through these and hearing more about them in valhalla <laughs> oh yeah so it was like it was really cool how they you know they tied all of this together because they're pulling a lot from his like from our history and they're doing like yeah. a fictional spin on history and i absolutely love that uh because yeah. I'm, I'm a huge history nerd like i love history what <laughs> it's my, it's my favorite do. subject forever <laughs> the only class i like got a i literally got a hundred in and actually I got like 102 because I did extra credit I loved it so much was like global studies right like history okay. of the- yeah 
and because I loved it so much and everything else I was just mediocre at in school but that was the one thing I loved <laughs> oh well like I, I got test that. results to prove it like I have the highest scores when it yeah. comes to history but everything else <laughs> yeah. oh, I was like oh man <laughs> And everyone, everyone always like, oh, you know, that's, you know, history is just reading comprehension. I was like, no, history is like real, real life stories. Things, it that, is, you know, yeah. things that someone wrote down <laughs> for us to yeah. read about the later. Things we can learn from, too. Like, yeah. it just broadens your mind of like, oh, humanity. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's really mm -hmm. cool because there's always that history repeats itself. And it's very true. <laughs> It does. You kind of see it through all the stages of the series too, though, yes. right? Like because you're going yes. through different parts of key historic moments, and you're like, actually, this is kind of the same thing, just a different era. Yep, mm -hmm. different era, different people, uh, dealing with different pieces of Eden, um, and even dealing with different uh, Izu characters that we run into in the storyline. Which we won't, we won't jump into those. We'll, we'll save that yet, for the, uh, the the story <laughs> overview <laughs> or later. Yeah. yeah. But like I thought it was I like I lost my shit when they started like introducing the those characters and I was like and their names and I was like because ah! <laughs> 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 history and mythology and I was just like ah <laughs> literally this is my favorite franchise <laughs> um but I think. I think as far as terms go, we, we covered Templar, we covered Assassins, Pieces of Eden, yeah. Izu. Um, I think we can dive dive into the games now. Wait, and we discussed Animus, right? Because we're going to bring... Oh, yeah, the Eminent. Yeah, Eminent. Yeah. I love how none of us can pronounce it now. Animus. Okay, Animus. The Animus. It's like Animaniacs, but like... <laughs> so the the animus is a um uh, it's piece it's a giant piece of equipment when it starts out um and it's yeah, a table you have to lay on and plug yeah. into right it's like a basically cat scan or mri oh yeah, yeah. and they plug Initially. they plug into your body into your blood into your genetics is what they're doing right. um, it's kind of like uh matrix you know how you got plugged in to get into yeah. the oh yeah so, Total Matrix vibes. Yeah. yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. And this is how we're able to dive into history and play as these assassins and Templars. Because uh, when we start the game, the first game, you start as Desmond Miles. And it's like, uh, this one was released in the early 2000s. So it's the early 2000s. Like, it's supposed to be modern day. <laughs> not so much anymore. because We're using flip phones, people. Yeah. Not so much anymore because it's been years, but... <laughs> hey, I had a Blackberry in the 2000s. Whatever. <laughs> I, I did, too. I love my Blackberry. I know. Oh, I was on Blackberry so... Messenger. What's your mm -hmm. BBM? <laughs> right? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Sorry, go on. So, um, <laughs> this... And this was developed by Abstergo Industries, which is a Templar company. Um, so, this is run yes. by Templars. And they're yes. uh, they're trying to find the pieces of Eden, and they're trying to do it by going into the genetics of assassins and mm -hmm. finding these pieces of Eden and where they've been locked away. Because after you know so many centuries of it being around, you know the good people were like, no, no, these these need to be locked away. These, you know, we can't have these out in the open for people to just play with. 
Right. I, yeah, they kind of have a big impact on humanity. Yes. What? It's like someone going, okay, someone just invented an atomic bomb. Let's go hide this away in some ruins and make a giant puzzle to get in, make it impossible. So people don't start using yeah. this on each other. Versus like, let's just leave it out in the field. And if anybody finds it on the side of the I-17, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> we got it. like, it's like totally it's, fine. A better analogy is like locking up your guns when you have children in the house. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. what to they're use doing. An American term here <laughs> for us, for yeah. the international listeners. Yes, that is a worry and yeah. something that we do here. Should yep. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. That's what the animus is for. It's literally to dive into genetics, uh, genetics. There we go. Um, and the person who's doing the dive actually gets to relive their genetic memories of their ancestors. Yeah. So, so it's important to uh, who the person is that plugs into it. Yes. Um, yeah. Especially when they start this series. Later on, they develop uh, new ones where they can just, as long as they have that person's DNA, anyone can dive into it and, you know, go through the uh, okay. the their history, their genetic history. That makes sense with Valhalla, then, because yes. I think there's some... I'm, I don't want to give anything away or get into it, but that makes sense now with Valhalla as to who you're playing into um with this but there's there's risks to the animus too right like it can yes. eventually like blend the real world and your thoughts and then you start getting delusional and having yes. like these uh like it, it can be really bad basically for you or for the person that's being plugged in oh yeah and there's a term mm. for that it's called the bleed effect bleed uh, okay effect. i yeah. remember what it was yes that's it the bleed effect yeah yeah, yeah. so it's literally where you're uh the memories of your ancestors that you're reliving bleed into your reality. So, okay. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Which, wow. That's yeah. so much. Okay. Oh yeah. So, yeah. um, and you'll hear that because there's, um, there's a point in one of these games where it's centered around someone who, uh, went through the bleed effects and lost okay. their mind. And that's when they were like, Oh <sighs> shit, we can't do it too much because of that. Like, yeah. oh, so that's how they learned that of such an event would happen. Yes. So maybe that's what happened to Zuckerberg. He's been plugged into his little metaverse too long. Probably. <laughs> he's had it for years. <laughs> he's, he's melded with Sweet Baby Ray's barbecue sauce. And <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, let's see. So we covered the but, okay. Can I okay? Side note on this though. I have known about Assassin's Creed in this whole game series since, you know, about 2007, right? Mm -hmm. Never played it until Valhalla. But every promo you see, it's always focused mostly on the era that it's talking about, right? Yes. So I didn't know anything about the Animus. I didn't know that we were actually plugged into some, like, simulation. So when uh -huh. I played Valhalla recently, I was like, what is happening? Why am, I Why am I a woman in modern day? Like, who is she? She's a badass. Like, what is yes. going on? You know, and I'm and I'm like, I had to like Google it. Like, what is, how does this work? I don't understand. Oh yeah. You literally jumped in the game, the whole game line with two feet without knowing anything, but you fell in love yeah. with it though. I still loved it and you can still play it, but you're, you're, I mean, things are starting to, un you start to understand things more about oh, how yeah. as you go on. So I guess you don't need to play the other ones, but like, 
It really helps to understand the series a bit before you start playing it. So hopefully this episode and the next one will be very helpful. Oh yeah, and Tris, <laughs> yeah. it features something that you love so much. Like, it has notes. You can, like, you know, find like, yeah. emails yeah. and stuff on computers, text messages between That's people. amazing. And it, yeah. like, it nods back to, like, sometimes it nods back to things that have happened in previous games. Um, That's like, so cool. Yeah, like, um, for example, um, there's conversations uh, through emails that I'd read once and it was something that related to something that happened in a prior game but it didn't really tell me what had happened <laughs> mm. and they were like oh yeah you know da, 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 da. and I was like okay so that's what happened cool but like that answered my question <laughs> got so, it okay yeah. they've got a lot of lore and stuff that you can dive into so it's pretty cool See, yeah like I was saying about the games um I personally think all the games are amazing. They're beautiful. You can tell how much love was put in through the developers, everybody part of it. It was just the playing mechanics. It really pissed me off. So now I have, I'm a watcher now. Yes, watch, <laughs> watch Let's Play I videos. Just, exactly. Yeah, it is. It is really difficult to get the hang of. I had a little bit of a difficulty, like figuring out the mechanics of the game because uh, oh. it's not as like responsive. It's more human. Actually, yes. I think is what it is. It's it just is the movements so, are way more human-like. So oh yeah, it was um, really cool. So uh, do we want to? Do we not? Do we want to dive into the um, uh, the games themselves in order? Yes, yes. in like, order. Release. Let's do it because we got a lot of them to get through. <laughs> hmm. Do we? Do you want? Do you want me to go to go through these, or do you want to to kind of keep going, Scully? You're doing oh. great. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll I'll cover the ones that, like that I like really really played, <laughs> the, like the ones okay. that I have like notes on. <laughs> okay, that's perfect. Okay. Um, so let's see. Uh, but but yeah. So uh, <laughs> let's jump into it. So our first one in order of release, uh, we start with Assassin's Creed One, which is the very first game. Uh, it was released in two thousand seven. We're gonna just keep it down to years because. Yikes. Um, and all of these games were released on PC, um, but the consoles that these were uh, released on first was the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the that's wow. the one in the way back machine there. Throwing it back there. Oh, oh my yeah. god. I remember 2007. I was like, I don't oh. even... I was like, I had both of those. I've always had like both playstation and xbox consoles so i don't know which one i played it on um Ooh, okay <laughs> I, was like, I had a ps2 i didn't even have a ps3 at that time so. oh my god <laughs> i started on playstation at three that's where i started oh okay <laughs> i was like I honestly it was a good place to start from lo looking back at the other consoles i'm like you know <laughs> <laughs> playstation really got it together at three <laughs> I liked PlayStation 1, but yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense then, because, I mean, this is a very open world game. Oh, because, all right, so before this, this actually kind of spawned the idea of this game series. I heard Red spawn from the Prince of Persia series that came out on earlier consoles like the yes. PS2. So this is more open world, so they needed the more beefier power of the PS3 and the Xbox. Oh, yeah. So. Um, let's see, and I will list the characters of each of these games. So the character, uh, the main character we play as most of the time is Altair. Um, okay. And this is part of the Desmond Miles saga. So there's different sagas in this, uh, like, whole game franchise. 
And this is the Desmond Miles saga. So this is where when we jump to modern times in the game, we play as Desmond Miles. Like he's the one who's, uh, you know, at Abstergo, they're hooking him up to the Animus and whatnot. Um, so yeah, uh, this is, it's his DNA we're jumping into. Um, so Altair is one of his ancestors. And for me personally, guys, this game was a game changer, pun intended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, literally being able to climb up buildings and just parkour all over an in-game world was something I'd never experienced before. And I immediately fell in love with the play style. Like, I was just like, this is what I want to do. Like, this is what I really want to do in real life. Because I, you know, I had, um, my brother did parkour and I dated a guy who was into parkour. Um, and I was like, I could never do it because, you know, even when I was in my best shape, uh, stamina was not my best friend. (laughs) I was like, I, I was a, uh, a performer in color guard. In high school, like, that was my thing. I would spin, throw the flags, spin the rifles, sabers, dance across, you know, football fields. But if you asked me to, like, run a mile, I couldn't do it. (laughs) Uh I was like, if it was a performance, I could do it. (laughs) I'll be the distraction. You're, like, waving flags while the assassin is. (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, that's actually a tactic they use in two. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, so um, that was that was that was a thing in two. Like you could hire, uh, you could hire um, prostitutes. They weren't called prostitutes mm. back then. They were called something more elegant. But you could hire them to go distract the guards. And they'd be like, oh, yes, they'd go I over and flirt with them. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh they were so cute. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> or you could like hire them to like follow you around so they could keep you hidden in like a tiny little crowd and I was like yes mm-hmm. um, I love it though because they would like giggle and like right? just be so magical they're so yeah. promiscuous and, and like oh they're little minxes I love them <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so like the first game oof like and then when I started like you know it it got into the history and like stuff like that i was like losing my shit i was like oh my god like this is this is the game for me like i love this game Mm -hmm. and it actually was like like they did they did really great they got a lot of recognition for um assassin's creed one and then even more so like when they came out with more games and stuff like that so yeah that was that's assassin's creed one uh josh do you want to say the next one yeah, so the next one, which came out a year later, so it was in 2008, on, surprise, surprise, Nintendo DS, and I pulled up some screenshots. It's like a 3D like world. It's not necessarily always like, you know, side to side, but uh, so Assassin's Creed Altair's Chronicles, which was another Desmond oh, Miles saga okay. that came out in 2008. So, yeah, which ties into the next one that came out another year later on PSP. So they really went on, like, this mobile kick, didn't they? Yeah, like, they wanted to bring this game style into handhelds. Yeah. So Assassin's Creed Bloodlines came out in 2009 on PSP, PlayStation Portable. Again, you play as Altair, a Desmond Miles saga. This one actually looks pretty dang good. I mean, the PSP could do better games than the nintendo ds anyway but just looking at it i'm like actually like 
this looks pretty dang good. Right? <laughs> For a 2008, like, or 2009 portable game. Yeah. Exactly. It's just, oof. Oof. <laughs> it's what? Oof. <laughs> I'm looking, they didn't make, they didn't make these for mobile phones, did they? No, not at that time. We, 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 we get to Assassin's Creed 2 Discovery, and that's when we first see it hit a phone. Okay, because I'm like, I'm wondering now, like, with like, um, you know, Apple Arcade and stuff, they're bringing back a lot of games that were like mm-hmm. console games, some of them, and they're putting them on mobile phones. And it's like, oh, shoot, like, this is actually like, really good. So they could totally bring the Assassin's Creed games, I think the early ones, at least onto your mobile phone. Oh, yeah, there's one that actually like, it's a full blown like, game on your phone. And I was like, what? Like wow. when I looked up the screenshot, I was like, "Oh wow, this is this is like a this is like it was the year when that's when they were doing like doing that. They were like, "Hey, we can make these like games that look like video games that you play on your computer or on a console on your phone." But like mm-hmm. they were having a lot of issues with phones overheating oh, <laughs> and batteries okay. dying so fast. That would make yeah. a lot of sense. Yeah, on a lot of okay. Yeah, because that's a they lot to put on a phone now. screen. <laughs> Try it now. Phones can handle it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not as big now because it wasn't like the big new thing, but there are still some games that come out that are like a full-blown game, but it's just just a mobile game. There's no like counterparts. Yeah, I guess, yeah. I guess with, with, with cloud gaming too, because like now that I think about it, like you can play all of these Assassin's Creed games on a phone technically through like mm. GeForce Now. Oh, so, yeah. And you'll get like full like full-blown graphics and it's not taxing on the phone because it's just streaming it so oh yeah and there's also the fact that like a lot of people that are playing mobile games they are in it for like real games they want games that are like you know puzzles and stuff like that something that's like repetitive yeah second screen yeah Yeah. stuff they can do while they watch tv yeah Yeah. Yeah. so it's just something like you know just to keep your brain busy while you're waiting in the lobby or something like that um yeah so let's see. That was Assassin's Creed 2 Discovery. So that one launched the same day as Assassin's Creed 2. And it came out on the DS. And then a year later, it came out on uh, iOS. So on the phones. Interesting. And that one uh, featured uh, Ezio Aldatore. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you really fail. I know. Right? Oh, that's, the one. that's the one. Okay. Yes, this is the one. So, um, and this was also part of the Desmond Miles saga because it was still like his DNA that they were diving into. Um, and Assassin's Creed Two launched the same day as Discovery, um, but this one was on PlayStation Three and Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty as well as PC, and the car- character was Ezio. Um, part of the Desmond Miles saga. Um, and it was like, it was a new area, new character. Like we were, you know, jumping into a new timeline, uh, with Desmond in his history, ancestral history. Um, so that was just, it was really cool. And I was like, hello, Italy. Um, yes, please. <laughs> I was like, Ooh. and I was like, he's Italian and he's, he is a bit of a player. Cause we, we start out. Oh yeah. Like it was actually really cool. When you start this game out, you start out <laughs> as a baby. Like you're there like at his oh. birth and they were like, Oh, we went too far back. <laughs> and they were like, whoops. <laughs> and you know, you see like his father is like holding his baby, but the ba- they're like, the baby's not breathing. So you actually have to like use your controls to make the baby move and breathe. 
Mm-hmm. Oh god, I'd be panicking. It was it was really <laughs> cool to see that like you got to see this deep connection with his family. So that really helped us understand like, you know, his family is a big part of his life. Like they're that's something that's you know the <laughs> family is very valuable to them. Um so like it it hits even harder when you find out what happens when you uh dive back in again into his use and uh get to play as him when he's like, you know, he's He's a playboy. He's just like, you know, flirting with all the girls. And he had one girl in particular that I really liked. And there's a comment <laughs> that was made between the two. That is my absolute favorite. And I love to use it when people, uh, you know, set themselves up for it. Because um, he's he's at her he's at her window. Like, she's on the second floor. And he's like, oh, you know, I'll come up. She's like, you know, she's like, my dad, my dad catches you. He goes... I'll only be uh, a couple of, like, you know, I'll only be, like, a couple seconds or something like that. She goes, oh, is that all it takes? And I was like, ooh, girl! Oh. <laughs> ooh, girl! Oh, spicy. <laughs> was, spicy. She, he was just like, uh, oh, oh, crap. <laughs> so I was like, girl, so that was one of my favorite interactions between characters, and that's one of the, yeah. one of the lines I always use <laughs> when someone's like, Oh yeah, like you know, I'll, I'll come over for a little bit, like you know. And I'm like, oh really? Huh? <laughs> Doesn't take that long, huh? <laughs> They're like, wait a minute. I'm like, ah. No, no, that's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. <laughs> like, it's funny because some of that, some of that kind of humor is also in Valhalla. I've noticed. Yeah. Oh like, really? It's, like, it's, that's it's awesome. the Nordic like people. Oh. Like, they are, they okay. are fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh. Like, I, I love that humor. I was like, hello! <laughs> so that was... Uh, also, SEO is the one that I was thinking of earlier that I saw, like, the, the like, Playboy kind of guy. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. No, I know exactly. But I saw him... Okay, so he ages in this series. Yes. We, we go through, like, a lot of time oh, yeah. with him. So we stick with, with SEO for quite a few games, and it was really cool to see that. But also, awesome. it was just like... Like, he was still a charmer, like when he is getting gray hairs and his beard mm. and whatnot. I was like, uh, I love the silver fox part of it. I know. Really I was like, like I was like a whole new appreciation. I was like, hello, I would I'd still be down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, you would charm the pan well, petticoats off well, of me any day. <laughs> I don't know. Petticoats. <laughs> Like, did they wear petticoats? <laughs> I know. It's like I don't know. I think that petticoats. This is before petticoats, honestly. <laughs> like I, I would Google skirt, this right now, but I'm like signed into my Google account. I don't want this coming up as an ad later on my Amazon. Hey, oh. <laughs> hey, do you need a petticoat? Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we definitely we stick with Etsy for a while. Um, and that was like it was really cool to see that that storyline continue for a while because that's not something we usually see in some games like it's usually like oh you know you've got a couple of games with one main character and then if they continue on like you know um they you know it's their ancestor or something like that like look at Mm -hmm. fallout um fallout like fallout one you play as you know a certain character and then the next one you're like the descendant of that character uh so i was like you know i was like it was really cool to be able to to play as a character and get to see and grow with them so that was something that was like really unique a very unique experience in the franchise 
It's something I haven't done in a minute. <laughs> they were like, yeah, we, we ringed all we could out of Ezio and his, his charm. Um, yeah, but now, now we have, um, uh, what's his name? God, I'm drawing a blank. Mm. <sighs> Eivor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eivor. Yeah. So our, 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 our Nordic god. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> or goddess, depending on how you play. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, let's see. And then the next one that uh, dropped after that. This one was really interesting. Assassin's Creed Project Legacy came out in 2010. It was a Facebook web browser game. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, um, like, the characters that I could, like, all I could find was you're an Abstergo recruit, so you're technically a Templar, um, whether you know so or not. And it's multiple uh, different characters of Miles uh, Desmond's uh, ancestors. So this is, I guess, technically falls under the Desmond Miles saga, because um, it's technically his DNA that we're using for this one. So I was like, huh, this is... I was like, I, I didn't know that Facebook had web browser games, nor yeah, did I no, know this that. Was like, this was the oh, heyday of those. This is true. Like yeah. that's when Farmville and all these other like games. Mm. Angry oh my Person god! I Candy Crush was all that. Yeah. Yeah. If people were playing them on their web browsers on their computers yeah. <laughs> through Facebook. Okay. It was a weird I was time. Like, yeah, I had no idea that like Ubisoft like jumped up, jumped in on that with their Assassin's Creed know, franchise. I mean, I wasn't really playing the franchise, but I guess if I was, I probably would. Should have oh, yeah. noticed. So that was just like it was. It was really. I was like, what? <laughs> Thinking back to, like, 2010, like, what the fuck was I doing in 2010? I was like, oh, I know what I was doing. <laughs> I, was graduating. <laughs> I was like, I was graduating college for the second time, so I was a little preoccupied. Uh, I was I was chasing after another toddler, so, you know, hey. <laughs> I, was, I was chasing after boys. <laughs> and it hasn't stopped yet, as far as I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've, I've hit pause on that chase. <laughs> <laughs> a few times <laughs> um, let's see so after that was Assassin's Creed Brotherhood it was 2010 and this was on that was like an actual game that came oh yeah out. Not like that was an actual game. game so this one came out on uh, PC of course uh, PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 and we continue off as Ezio um, again this is a Desmond Mild saga um, but this one introduced a multiplayer mode so I never really oh. played the oh. multiplayer mode, but oh. it when it launched, it didn't get him oh, didn't get that many great reviews. <laughs> oh. oh, it sounds like Fallout Seventy Six. Yeah, <laughs> they were just like, crash and burns. Was it like online multiplayer? Or was it like like co op multiplayer? Like in like here's another controller. Um, honestly, I never really dived into it, and I didn't get to read much up on it because it was just a lot of you know, updated information. Uh, it wasn't like when it launched information. Uh, um, mm-hmm. But this game did receive a couple of big updates through 2010 and 11 to improve the game. Oh, um, I just deleted the big I'm so uh-oh. sorry. Uh-oh. At least it's, it was up above. It's back. Okay. It's back. <laughs> I was like, ah! Oh, did I? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh god, what happened? Awkward moment. <laughs> um, but yeah, so they got a they got a couple of big updates. Um, let's see. Uh, 
The DLCs that came with this game uh, were the... Oh god. I didn't put the pronunciation for that name. The DLCs? Which one? Oh. Copernicus? Yeah, Copernicus. Copernicus Dang. Conspiracy Missions. <laughs> yeah, so that was um, a mission that we got in 2010. So they, you know, more storyline DLC. And then we got the Da Vinci Disappearance in 2011. Where I, mean, I actually remember playing this one. Like, he just poofs, gone. It's like, someone kidnaps him. And so we go oh. on a quest. It was Tom it. Hanks. You had the code of Da Vinci or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we play as Ezio and we go and we find out what happened to Da Vinci, where he went and stuff like that. Um, so that one was like really fun. Like I, I distinctly remember playing that one in 2011. Um, let's see. There's also a remastered version of Brotherhood along with Assassin's Creed 2 and Revelations that are part of the Ezio collection, which I mentioned they, they did re-release some games and collections. Um, and that collection is actually coming to Nintendo Switch on February 17th this year. So oh, that's kind yeah. of cool. So keep an eye out for that the... if you've got the Switch. <laughs> nice. It'll yeah. be... It, it, so Okay, because they have the, the Rebel collection, which is Black yeah. Flag and Rogue. And and it's on sale right now as of recording this. Not thirty nine ninety nine. It is fourteen seventy nine for two games. Oh, that's really good. Right? Actually. I was like, that one's just like, oof. Yes, let's get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. um, yeah, it was it was really cool to like see that they brought some of these to to Nintendo Switch. I was like, wow, Nintendo's really like kicking ass with their their new uh, yeah. console, which also doubles as a handheld. Like, hello, I want to see more oh, of those so in the neat. future. <laughs> Yes. I'm like looking at yes. you, PlayStation and Microsoft. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> um, let's see. The next one that came after that was Assassin's Creed Multiplayer Rearmed. So this was uh, 2011. And this one came out. So wait for guess. This one came out on iPad, iPhone, and iPod Touch. Do you guys remember what? iPod Touch? Yes. Oh yeah. Like when I that first one. came out, Shoot. like I had one too. I was like, "Holy shit!" I had the original. I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Guys, that's crazy. So again, I couldn't find any characters for this one. Like you don't really see a lot of characters on these mobile phone, like uh, okay. mobile games, uh, aside from like you know handheld consoles. Um, uh, but this one, like they did have uh, Amini, Amini, Amini. <laughs> avatars um and it was just like you know things that you could set up as your little icon was what it looked like um oh okay yeah this one was a spiritual successor of assassin's creed 2 multiplayer and it was released about a month before revelations which is the next game we're gonna cover oh yeah so that yeah that was um i was like that was like really cool to see so i was just like huh okay like they wanted they like you know they're making an effort to keep up with the multiplayer they're trying they're trying you could see them trying right. for like a few years it's just it's such a I, I just feel like that the game series just really benefits though from being single player like yeah. because it's so immersive in terms of the story and the development of this world and the characters you don't need other people getting in the way like oh yeah <laughs> And if we're talking I mean, yeah, like PvP, cool, yeah. yeah, if we're talking like PvP and stuff like that too, like or even just like you know, 
uh, doing co-op, it's really hard to do with that game style that they're doing, the gameplay style. Yeah. Of you know, it's your you can either fight with your fists, you can fight with your assassin knives that are like on mm-hmm. your wrist. Um, It'd be the quietest battlefield in the world. Right. You just hear like. Yeah, I was like, although like it's really cool. Like if you're like you know being stealthy and you're trying to hunt each other down across this giant map and you find one and you assassinate them, you're like, ha 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 ha. <laughs> like, yeah, that's really cool. That's a really cool experience. But it was very hard to like take that gameplay style and move it into a multiplayer game with multiple players. So, yeah, yeah. like, I can understand why they struggled a bit and why people weren't too keen on it at first. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was the next one? Revolution! Oh my god, we're only like halfway. We're not even at. We're not even halfway. halfway. No, we're not nope. even halfway through the game. Okay, we got. Oh my god. <laughs> we still got like another like what ten years to go through. <laughs> this is a long, long what running. Did we get ourselves into? <laughs> yeah. Um, Thanks, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just wanted to talk about Valhalla. <laughs> I didn't know there was all we of these other ones. You're gonna have to wait a whole freaking well millennial Season. century. It's <laughs> yeah, gonna be a lot of episodes. At least we're cutting out the uh, the mobile games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and the handheld games. Um, yeah, let's see. We've got Assassin's Creed Revelations came out in 2011 uh, for PC, PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360. Continuing as Ezio in the Desmond Miles saga. Um, this one I remember watching my brother play. It was just this one was really cool. This was like oof. Um, let's see for the DLCs for this one. We got the Ancestors Pack uh, in 2011. This one didn't have any stories. Uh, it was just characters to use in the second stage of the Amni training program, okay. um, which was, I, I want to say that was their multiplayer. Um, and let's see, you've got the Meta- Mediterranean Traveler map, um, 2012. And that was same part. It was just a, a new map for them to play with. Um, You've got the Lost Archive in 2012, which follows the life of... And here we go. I'm rubbing my hands together. Uh, Follows the life of Clay, also known as Subject 16 of the Animus Project. Uh, He's how we find out about Adam and Eve eh, throughout the first few games by finding clues and data he's left behind for us in the Animus. Yes, I fangirled a bit here, guys. Oh my god, I love it. So it was really cool because I remember finding these um, these little like you know images that you could only see through your eagle vision. Uh, okay. I didn't explain what eagle vision was. Uh, it was just pretty much like attention to detail. Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, attention to detail, being able to see things that others would miss, which is why eagle visions, you know, eyes of a eagle. <laughs> well, you kind of have you kind of have that in Valhalla, I think is. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it's crow. You have a crow. You can fly. It's like oh, yeah. It's a, pretty much carries over to most basically almost all the games. I believe I could be wrong again. I didn't. I'm not as. I haven't played this game as much as you guys have. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it was like you know being able to dive into that and you actually get to like he lives on like as a virtual uh, AI pretty much kind of. Uh, like a virtual version of himself in the Animus. 
so like that's really cool and he's also a a relative of desmond miles because they share share the same ancestral uh bloodline so ah so cool (laughs) being able to see that and he's the one who like he uh clay is the one who dives way back into the time of the izu and that's how he discovers about Adam and Eve and stuff like that. And the Templars were just, like, trying to hide that. They didn't want people to know about our true, you know, heritage mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Our like, where we really purpose. came from. Um, so it's starting to really unravel now at this time. Right? Oh, yeah. By Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh, yeah. Well, I believe, I want to say after Assassin's Creed 2, they break you out oh, of Abstergo. Oh. So now you've got this other animus and you're, you know, diving into that and you're working with the assassins and it's like, yeah, we're going to do this and stuff like that. And you get to learn about like um, the people that are with Desmond Miles and stuff like that. So you get to learn about the like the characters in the modern times that, you know, we're playing in the game. Um, so it was like, oh, it's really cool. So it's plays and story is a very sad one. Um, mm-hmm. but like, you know, he was very determined to get this information out there. And I was like, oh, look at you. Like, despite your, your, your awful backstory and what happened to you, at least, you know, you're doing good. So, um, let's see, Josh, you want to grab the next one? The, yes, this one's an iOS one. Assassin's Creed <laughs> Recollection. 2011 uh. iOS app. Uh, so this was essentially a tactical game and a virtual card game. So you could collect uh. the game art from the franchise, um, mm. it, which makes sense too, because this was another era when I think like, was it Hearthstone? The, yeah. the Blizzard mobile game started to come out, I think. Um, so these that's where like the card games and, and things like that started to really take off. Oh, yeah. Um, on, on iOS and Android, actually. So... Oh yeah. But, oh, it was 2014. Sorry, that's when Hearthstone came out. It was oh, a, yeah. this was a little bit ahead of its time. Yeah. Yay. Okay. So that's that's kind of cool. I forgot to mention yeah. uh, Assassin's Creed Revelations is the last time we get to play as Ezio. Mm. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. oh. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Also, it seems like all of these uh, mobile apps and mobile versions just they no longer exist. Like they didn't even keep them around. Hmm. Oh yeah. Um, you, might, you might have access if you downloaded it before. <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. But it's no longer in the app stores themselves. Yeah, one of the games I was looking at that I was like, I might actually play that on my phone. Like, It was like, this is no longer <laughs> available for download. And I was like, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay, gonna, well, I won't play that. <laughs> I don't understand that. Because the games, like, it could work. It could still work. Let, pe- let the people play the games. Honestly, let I think it's mostly they play. didn't want to put in, uh, like, they didn't want to dedicate time to, like, you know, updating it or fixing things that broke and stuff Hatching like that. It. Yeah, yeah mm. with the new... Oh, yeah, because each new phone and new version of, like, Android and iOS, yeah, they would... You're right. Yeah, yeah they'd have to update the game. Sense. Um, so... It was like, you know, they got they got what they needed out of it. They got a little, you know, cash coming from that. So, right, yeah, they, right, yep. So that's you know, that's what they wanted. <laughs> but let's see, um, we've got Assassin's Creed Three. What's the next one? And this was one of the big ones. Um, it was came out in 2012. Uh, launched on PC, PlayStation Three, and Xbox 360. Uh, and this is where we see a new 
character in the Miles ancestry, uh, Connor, and we talked about this a little before we uh, started recording, he also has a native name. So he's uh, from a native tribe. Um, but there are so many pronunciations of it online and in the game. Like each character pronounces it differently. Um, the best one that I could find, like the one that uh, had the same, like, <laughs> different sources, it was uh, Radun Hegedu. And I don't, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, whoo. <laughs> That's a mouthful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, like, even in the game, like, when characters say his native name instead of using his uh, English name, Connor, um, they, uh, they pronounce it differently. Like, I, I've heard, uh, like, Ray Don Hey Gadu. <laughs> that was, like, different, like, <laughs> small variations here and there in the pronunciation so I was like okay "Okay, Ubisoft was just like alright we've got this native name no one's gonna pronounce it right it's okay just go with it (laughs) I was like okay this does take take place during the American Revolution so we are in America land and we know how Americans how we can be when it comes to pronunciating things I was like look at us we're constantly butchering names we're constantly ruining it yeah so about right there's Mm -hmm. there's many murders going on in this game several of which are this poor guy's name yes (laughs) so we this this is available by the way remastered this is available now on the switch remastered oh yeah um so this one is also part of the desmond miles saga um and this is us like progressing through like the historical timeline of his ancestry um and this one got a lot of DLCs, which I thought was really cool. Um, so you've got the Benedict Arnold DLC in 2012. Um, this was for single player mode. It had a few memories to explore, so that was kind of cool. Um, you have the Battle Battle Hardened Pact uh, in 2013, which is for the multiplayer mode. They continued with the multiplayer stuff in each of these games. Um, it came with three new avatars and some maps. And then you've got the Tyranny of King Washington, the infamy, betrayal, uh, the betrayal, and the redemption, uh, all came out in 2013. And these were a three-part DLC with storylines for single-player mode. And I thought it was really interesting that it was a three-parter. It was like one big, like mission pack, but they split it up into three. Interesting. Yeah. So that's this that's is like a lot. Yeah. This is something we see as a pattern throughout. Uh, the series, the franchise, um, with our DLCs, they start to break them up into like smaller bits and release them right. periodically. Um, I just, okay. put, you know, again, I just stuck to ears, but like, you know, they they do it periodically, and then we start to see like season passes and stuff like that that include DLCs that are kind of, okay. you know, some that uh, they sell okay. like they sell the season pass, and they're like, this will include DLCs that are coming out in the future, so you'll get them if you get the season pass. You buy, like pay for it now, and it's a bundled kind of thing. Um, so that's something we also see, but it also made it a pain in the ass to get these in the outline. <laughs> I was like, give yeah. me dates. Also, <laughs> real, it's real easy on the Nintendo Switch when you do buy the remastered version. It literally okay. comes with the next one, Liberation, and it comes with all the single player DLC. So, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, a lot. So of these... you get it all for fourteen dollars right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. A- pretty good deal oh yeah and that's really cool you see that with a lot of the remastered and collection versions they add everything 
and I'm just like, yeah. I can play all these games when they launch, or I can wait till they get it. have a It'll version wait. where I can just yeah. buy it all. And then save a few bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Although I think you do save with season passes anyway, though, instead of buying them separately. Like, usually when games do that, you save a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. Um, in and, the long run. And, um... Hold on. Back... Oh. Oh. All right. Uh, so let's see. Um... Yes, that's it for uh, for Connor. <laughs> that's Assassin's <laughs> Creed 3. Uh, so that one moves us to the States. So we move from... Uh, well, Ezio kind of travels a little bit of everywhere. But we move from, mm. uh, you know, Europe to North America. So... Finally! Yeah! <laughs> and we're, we're jumping up in the historical timeline... You know, we get to see a lot of uh, native tribes, which is really cool. Like, that was something that mm. stood out to me when it launched. I was like, ooh, hello. Uh, <laughs> oh, last of Mohicans vibe, too. So it's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I remember seeing that. He, like, and I like just looking at like the, the screenshots, too, of him in like the like Native American assassin like outfit. I'm like, mm-hmm. that is badass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like even like he even has like uh you know his axe and I was just like that is that is cool because that's one of the main uh main kind of weapons we see in a lot of the native tribes from America. So yeah, much different than the uh, axe that Ivor has as well in Valhalla because he's got some axes too, but they're a little bit different. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I love I love seeing like the the attention to detail and history that they put into these games is really cool. Yeah. Um, but let's see. The next one, uh, this one released the same day as three. We have Assassin's Creed Three Liberation in 2012. Um, initially, this was for the PS Vita, uh, mm-hmm. PlayStation Vita, but it was remastered for PC and consoles like years later because uh, the oh. fans loved it so much. They loved the main protagonist, um, and that mm-hmm. character is. Uh, Aveline? Aveline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aveline de yeah. Grand Prix? I think it's yeah. French, but yeah, yeah, Aveline, I can definitely say, but oh, the first female. Yes. And, and she's first the first woman of color. Yeah, she's the first yes. woman of color we have that we get to play as, uh, as our protagonist. Um, and to top it off, she's, you know, helping to defend, abuse slaves and fight for their freedom. So, mm-hmm. um, aka total badass queen. So yeah, hot. Absolute, absolute badass. Yes. Mm-hmm. And she's also part of the Desmond Miles saga because this is, you know, Desmond Miles DNA that we're, we're uh, going through. And, um, it's his Maja. Yeah. <laughs> or grand, great, 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 great Maja. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was really cool that he had an ancestor who was not only French, but a woman of color. And I was like, hello. Uh, which... Listen, those ancestry DNA tests reveal a lot. Oh yeah. <laughs> Side note: uh, We had my dad take one. Uh, we found some uh, some African blood in his system. In his really? DNA. We were like, really? He's like, <gasps> he's like, I would have never known because my 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 youngest sister did it, and she got she got that on her DNA too. It hit, and she was like, what? Wow. wow. Yeah, so it came from my dad's That's side. So... And my, it makes wow. sense because my dad's side of the family has uh, was from Texas and they've lived there. Like the the family tree has lived there for like centuries. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so yeah. yeah, they were probably 
unfortunately, owners. And I was like, oh, cool. But we're descendant from one of the babies, so... Yeah, mm-hmm. holy cow. But my family just stayed up in the Northeast, so fortunately, I guess we never had that side of the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, uh, yeah, they, they were not owners. They were, they were yeah, but... Yeah, wow, cause, like, that is crazy. Yeah, because when I researched our family tree, like, we had a farm out there at one point in our ancestry, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, 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 God. Yeah. It's, it's an unfortunate well. part of our history. Yeah. But it is eye-opening, though, because, like, like, I found out on my dad's side, like, there's a heavy Middle Eastern, like, side of the family. And I was oh, like, wow. oh, shit. Like, they came up from, like, Iraq and Iran and Turkey and into Italy and Greece. And then they kind of just kept going into oh, so Germany kind of and England. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this is kind of, like, where your um, your olive color coloring came from then right yeah yeah. it explains a lot Mm -hmm. i always thought it would come from my mom no it's definitely my dad so oh man you know i wonder who i can tap into into this uh what do they call this thing it starts with an a damn it i already forgot the name of this (laughs) animus the animus i wonder what my animus people would be like you know like i was like shoot i like i i don't want to explore my dad's side no offense but i'd rather explore my mom's side Cause you know, exactly. Yeah, I I did trace her family tree too, and they're, uh, they came from the north, northeast of the states. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Okay. At least I've got some northerner blood in my system. <laughs> oh wow! Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like okay, cool. Like it balances me out a little. I don't feel bad about my DNA. <laughs> um, <laughs> But uh, it was really cool because oh. I actually traced their their migration from Ireland to uh, the oh. states. Yeah, and I traced my dad's wow. from England, and he thought, "Oh, really? Yeah." Okay. We always oh. thought it was Irish. Turns out, uh, and we even got a hit for English and our uh, our, our DNA. So I was like, "Well, <laughs> it looks like my research was right." <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's funny too when you're just proving people wrong. Like they're like, oh, we came from this. And it's just what everybody, like great grandparents and grandparents have told everybody, yeah. you know, oh, well, we came from here. And you're like, but our DNA says otherwise. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's like, um, with like, you got to think about like the, the times that they grew up in, like our grandparents and their grandparents. There was a lot of yeah. like shame with being like, you know, mixed race and stuff like that. Like even with Irish. Yeah. Because there was a time in our history where yeah, the Irish were back in the 1700s, yeah, all the way through to like the early 1900s, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So it was like you know there was segregation for Irish, there was segregation for African Americans, there was segregation for Mexicans too. So it's like it was it's really weird, like you know, hearing like growing up going, oh yeah, you know this is this is our ancestry, and I'm like okay, but when we do the research, we test our DNA, and we find out otherwise, and a lot of it's because family shame in that time so they mm-hmm. you know they withhold information they lie you know they they're trying to cover up things so and it was really interesting to like dive into that with my own her- my own history so i was like wow so don't don't believe everything your family has grown up to know <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> i was like because we might we might believe it's true because that's what we've been told throughout our you know our family history but when you dive into your DNA and your your family tree and you tra- like you know chase the trails, you might be surprised. Yeah. And you can pull up the uh, immigration records and stuff from New York. Like, yeah, it's pretty wild. <laughs> oh yeah, like apparently I have a great something grandfather who uh, 
who is buried in Ireland. Oh, I was like, granted, when I looked up the, I like, I found out, I found the actual like, you know, cemetery he was buried in. It no longer exists. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I was like, oh, wow, because it was it was a small, uh, small town. So, and it was oh, a long, okay. long time ago. But yeah, uh, we just kind of like diverted into life. <laughs> Side tangent. Well, it's hard not to with this because it's yeah. like you go through so many yeah. different type of like generations and mm-hmm. uh, you know ethnicities and you know backgrounds and parts of history. It's like it really gets you super interested in this stuff because you're like, oh, yeah. I wonder what I you know what, what would my animus story be? True <laughs> yeah. so, that. Yeah, it's like it's really cool to find out like you know you've got more you know ancestral DNA in you than you thought than you you know grew up knowing about. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you know, it was really cool to see like that reflected in this franchise. Like, you know, you've got, you know, Desmond Miles and he looks like a Caucasian guy. Oh, yeah, right. Total cookie cutter. Yeah. You know, yeah. But then you dive into his ancestry and like Altair is uh, somewhere She's in the badass. Middle East. Yeah. Like he's somewhere yeah. in the Middle East and I can't remember exactly where. Um, and I didn't put it in the middle. Oh, notes. Altair. Sorry. Yeah, I thought Altair. you were saying uh about the, the the one in Libra. I can't pronounce yeah. her name. I, I was like, yeah, it's like, and then you've got you've got Ezio, which is Italian. You've got um, Connor, who is you know half Native American because his father was not. Uh, <laughs> 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 and then you've got Aveline, who is mm-hmm. you know French and African. So I was like, that is just which makes sense because French dominated like that the African that coast, and that's where a lot of the slaves yeah. came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so, oh yeah. Yeah. The, oh, basically, man, the, the beginning eyes are incredible. Yeah, the oh, beginning yeah. of the Creoles, I think the Creole, yeah. Creole, yeah, Creole, yeah, Creole, Creole, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, so yeah, there's there's a lot. I I wish I knew more about that. I need to go back into that type of I that history know a lot about that history because I used to read a lot of smut books, historical Ooh. romance smut books based on oh. that area. Ooh, girl. So I, I learned I learned a lot about like um, the Creos and uh, mulattoes and all the variations of their that time range because of smut books and historical. I love historical stuff. So historical romances, historical <laughs> video games, and you learn a lot. Speaking yeah. of historical and, smut, you wouldn't imagine things I've looked up. Is, look, it's a, it's a new way to learn as long as some of it's historically accurate. It, I guess. No, it is. Oh my gosh, it had saved my ass when we were learning about the, uh, the French and American, like the French Indian Wars and the French American Wars and then like uh, the Louisiana Purchase. All that shit was in the books. I didn't realize I was learning history while some guy was getting up her petticoats. Petticoats. <laughs> petticoats. Petticoats were, you know, invented back then with corsets. Um, at the same time, it's like, how do people live off of hot cocoa and butter croissants? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I sorry, I had to divulge that like spicy information. Um, I was like, we gotta have a spicy I, talk off of me. I'll fear one of these days. <laughs> right? I mean, it's like, I, there's one thing about these these games, especially like Assassin's Creed Three, um, Assassin's Creed Three Liberation. It's like actually one of my favorite ones because of the fact that it's a female protagonist. It is on American soil. Um, it is a fictional like history, but it is set during real world events. Mm-hmm. You know, right. Right. and that's really great because 
as you play the games, you don't know who's watching and you're watching all this real world events and locations and you don't think about it. Um, my kid, when she was little, she recognized places in Florence, Italy. Well, and she acknowledged it at school. She's telling her teachers, oh, I know that place. That's this is this. And my and the teacher's like, oh, my God, your child is gifted. I'm like, actually, no, she was just watching us play Assassin's Creed. <laughs> she just happens to remember these uh, major landmarks. Thanks. No. <laughs> Dear Ubisoft, thank you. You taught my kids history and geography. Well done. Right? That's amazing. They don't even realize that they're learning it either, which is cool to see yeah. them I bet, like get excited about it when you're like, mm-hmm. wow, like, yeah, I mean, I don't care if you learned it from a video game. That's cool that you learn. Like, that's what yeah. that place is. It's like another medium. So it's like, yeah, it's a fictional history, but these are real lifetime events at these games. It's kind of like, um, like, you know, back to Fallout 76, and we're playing in a game that's in a real state and real locations, yeah. and you just accidentally learn about you know the the games the area the area so much like assassin's creed so oh yeah driving through you know around vegas you know and going to good springs back in november i'm like jesus i know what these towns i'm seeing like i think nipton there's like a town for nipton or something like or a sign for it and i was like oh my god i didn't know that was an actual town like like, oh my god i guess so like all this stuff new vegas is real yeah it took a lot longer on foot in the game huh how about that yeah or actually actually everything in the game was so much closer because it's like 50 miles and i'm like oh my lord that's really far (laughs) oh my goodness like this Uh, is nowhere near the other locations okay yeah but um so anyway Carrie, and i'm so sorry about this amazing open world that's liberation oh yeah. yeah like liberation. i knew you wanted to be here for liberation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's like i mean like like i said there's not many games i played but there's a few games that i did play in this whole series that like spoke to me made me really happy and again this oh, is yeah. one of them yeah um, and 2012 was pretty ahead of its times for bringing in like a female protagonist too because i think even before that like mm-hmm. what do we have like laura croft from like, yeah, the who, yeah, and the they 90s, is, you know? yeah and she was actually clothed yes so. yeah. oh my god yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like, they've done a lot of massive respect i mean uh they're sure there's a lot of like female protagonists in the later lines but they're dressed to the era they're supposed to yeah. be in oh, they Valhalla's like that for sure mm-hmm. yeah. oh yeah oh my yeah. gosh Again, like but, yeah, is, like these games are such a labor of love, mm-hmm. and like the attention to detail is so amazing. I was just like, oh yes, um, but yeah. So uh, three and Liberation are the last two games we see in the Desmond Miles saga. Mm-hmm. Um, so from here we jump into the um, I believe this is the Helix Player Saga. So the next game is Assassin's Creed Black Flag, which I played. Didn't care for the ship stuff, but I played it. Um, So (laughs) this one came out in 2003. It released on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, but I actually ended up playing it on the Xbox One. So I got it when when they launched it on that. Um, So the character we play as is Edward, and he's actually, he's a pirate. And he kind of stumbles into the Assassin Order. Um, So this is actually the first game without Desmond Miles. It's still his bloodline and his DNA, but we're Hmm. playing as an unseen employee at Absturbo Entertainment, 
which is another like branch off company of Abster- Abstergo oh, yeah. Industries. Yeah, Abstergo has like a ton of different branches too. That, that was another thing that I was like, wait, what? Like when they said yeah. video games, I was like, wait, like there's literally like a video game industry of this corporation. What? Yes, <laughs> like they, they decided to take another approach to like finding the pieces of Eden and they came up with yeah. Sturbo Entertainment and they, you know, told their employees like, oh yeah, like this is, you know, we're going to have you game test like, you know, different parts of these games and stuff like that. And really they were using them to find the pieces of Eden in, uh, you know, in history. That's some Ready Player One stuff with like... Oh yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I won't spoil anything, but they get uh, Desmond's DNA and that's how they're able to pull uh, his ancestral history and memories from that DNA that they have and they set it up so that you know other people can explore the host genetic memories now what if ancestry DNA and 23andMe is really actually just episodes for whatever people and they're literally harvesting our DNA to find this stuff you guys it's happening in real life (laughs) oh my god Mm. (laughs) let the conspiracies begin let it begin (laughs) (laughs) we're all panicking like do we not know about our assassin history like are we templars yeah. am i an assassin what is going on am i, I an unintentional templar <laughs> i feel like my dad's side would be templars <laughs> i'm like my dad's side would definitely be templars i don't know about my mother's side but <laughs> um but yeah so uh this game actually introduced a ship-based exploration which is pretty cool for a lot of fans not so much for me because piloting ships in water, huh? I, yes, I, it's gosh. like driving in video games. I just can't do it. <laughs> well, this is why I could not play Sea of Thieves by myself. I need someone to steer the boat for me. Because yeah. if not, I'm going around in circles and still manage to crash and wreck my ship without leaving the dock. So, uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, they set it up so you could do, like, autopilot at one point, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, so I was like, okay, cool. Oh. Like, I don't have to pilot this thing. But they were still ship battles on the open sea. And that was Oh, the ship thing. battles. Oh. Yeah. I was like, can we not do this? I just want to play this game. I'm not going to get past this point. <laughs> Cause there's ships in Valhalla, like the 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 Viking ships, you know. But yeah. you're not battling on the water, but you do need to steer those mother effers. And oh yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a thing. There's an autopilot. Oh yeah, so like if it you want fun though, if you want to live that like pirates kind of life, like Black Flag is definitely your game because you can go and like you know still be a pirate while being an assassin. Um, and this was towards the end of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Yes. So I feel like it was still pretty popular in 2013, oh, yeah. sort of, at that 20, point. Yeah, 2013 so, was a great yeah. time for them to dive into the pirate scene. Um, and they actually had some DLC for this, too. Uh, they had uh, Freedom Far Cry in 2013. It was originally a post-launch DLC for Black Flag, but was released as a standalone a couple of months later. So oh. was like, that was really cool. Are you... We'll, we'll dive into that right now, actually, because I played this one, too, and it was my favorite DLC. And I was like, I didn't know they, you know, released a standalone game for it. And I was like, why? Yeah. Um, so let's see. Uh, we've got Assassin's Creed Pirates. You want to cover that, Josh? Yeah. OK, so Pirates <laughs> is an, it's another mobile game. Um, I, was it available on? And I know it was available on Android because there actually yeah. are links out there to download 
the file for the Android version, so you could probably still play it on Android. Um, but it's a spin-off game for smartphones and tablets, no longer available to download in the stores, but you play as Alonzo, um, and it was mostly like a naval combat game, but pirate themed. And so you had like, you know, I'm looking at the, literally looking at the screenshots right now, you had like a big pirate wheel or ship wheel in the middle of the screen. And honestly, it looked like a really nice game. Like the graphics are pretty impressive. <laughs> oh yeah. I was looking at that going like that. That was that, that era when they were like really getting into better graphics on mobile games. And I was like, hello. Yeah. It's it's on it, it actually kind of looks like it was a lot of fun. Again, I'm surprised I never heard of this game, but um, maybe I did. I don't know. Oh, there's another site you can download it for Android. So they must just have like the the what is it the APK file or something that you yeah. can download into the Android and, and play it. So still out there. Oh yeah, definitely. I was like, if you're tech savvy, you could you could do it. <laughs> you can download it and play it. <laughs> It seems like it seems like this type of game, and it looks like they have a pattern of doing this, where like they'll release a mobile game similar to the the console or like the flagship game. Mm-hmm. It's almost like okay, okay, if you need your fix while you're on the go, like here's this mobile game, and kind of keep us top of mind, so you want to come back and play it on your console later. Oh yeah, like, which they wouldn't really have to do if more of these, you know, consoles hopped on the what what Nintendo's doing with their it's a console, but it's also a handheld. Right. Cloud gaming. I'm telling you, it's freaking cloud gaming. Yeah, the it's you can, oh, you can yeah. technically play all these with like RTX graphics through GeForce Now. Mm-hmm. Just think your uh, Xbox controller to your phone. Boom, boom. That's what you do. I've seen you post some amazing pictures of Cyberpunk yeah. off your phone. Yeah. Or is it iPad? Yeah, I, just, oh, I know that you're I've been playing yeah. it. I, yeah, both iPhone and iPad. Yeah, and you've been doing a Remarkable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, it's way of the future. I, w- I was resistant to cloud gaming when it first came out years ago on GeForce Now because GeForce Now used to suck back then. Right, okay. It is good now. It is like, so I bet you Ubisoft is going to be like, yeah, all right. I think they already, I mean, I don't know if they have every game available, but they have a lot of them available on cloud gaming now. Well, and Amazon's Luna cloud gaming has it. So there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So so the next one is the one that I had mentioned in the uh black flag so we've got assassin's creed 4 black flag freedom cry which was a dlc that became its own standalone game uh this one came out in 2014 when it became a standalone uh came out on playstation 3 and xbox 360 um then the character for this one is adewali adewali um he's an ex-slave turned assassin fighting for freedom with the help of his own pirate crew um badass i love it (laughs) It's so cool. Um, the the only sad thing was it it didn't it wasn't too well received because it was a pretty small game compared to the others, so it left people wanting more storyline for this character. But oh, nonetheless, like people who did play it really enjoyed playing it. So and it was it was really good. Like oh, I was like I wanted more too. I was like what, what, this this is it. <laughs> I was like I want more. <laughs> um, and. I'm, I put a question mark next to this. I think this is part of the Helix player saga. I don't know if Adewale is uh, related to Miles at all in any ancestral DNA. Um, considering okay. that he was an ex-slave, he might be related. Uh, but I couldn't find any confirmation to that. But since it, uh, it. yeah, since it released in the uh, Helix player saga timeline, so to say. Uh, I, I just put a question mark because technically 
it's a spin-off of one of the the characters you meet in Black Flag. Okay. Yeah. So you actually meet Adewali in Black Flag and that's when they were like, hey, here's a CLC where you can kind of play his storyline. Because you get like a tidbit, like, you know, he's just like, you know, he's like, I'm fighting for my freedom. Like, I want to be free. I, you know, and when he does become free, he's like, I want to free other people that are being suppressed like I am. And I was like, that's really cool. <laughs> so uh-huh. I'm like, yes, that's why I was so excited. I was like, let's go free everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, it. I don't like slavery. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm like, I'm getting like Django vibes. Like I felt like that, you know, like when I watched that movie. I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the ending was so good. <laughs> I was like, I remember like learning about slavery in school and it was such, it was such a cultural shock when you learn that like slavery was a thing. Like people were actually enslaving people. And I was like, what, why? That's so mean. That is awful. That is like evil. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, it's. It seems like it couldn't, it couldn't, it's, it's an awful, it's a, it's a, definitely an awful point of our history. For oh sure. yeah. But it, but is, it is one that happened and we oh, should yeah. be aware of it. And it definitely, it needs to remain in, in our history books. Like kids need to learn that this happened. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, you, you then have other things too that, oh God, we go down this whole thing of, you know, basically yeah. how it's evolved into modern day and Jim Crow and all that stuff. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And I was like, and it's still a thing that affects some some countries. There are still people that are forced into slavery and stuff like that. So it's like, oh, it's definitely yeah. something that needs to be taught. Like we went, that's a part of our history. Like, you know, they need to learn about this yep. so they can understand that there are countries and there are people out there that are still, uh, you know, still still suffering through slavery. Like, like it's it's not something that's just poof gone when when no. we abolished it. Like, no, it's still a thing that's you know happening today so i was like okay okay i'm getting off my soapbox i'm like i'm getting all i'm getting all like i'm like i'm just thinking of like the uyghurs out in china you know and like all that what's happening out there and 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 how yeah it's it's pretty awful oh yeah um yeah i'm all like all right it's going to step off for soapbox now I'm going to step off mine, too, before I get, like, yeah, down a rabbit hole here. I, but I again, like, you know, it, back to Assassin's Creed, though, like, I think it's neat that, like, there's just this amazing moment of, like, you know, an ex-slave, you know, turned assassin fighting for yeah. freedom. You know, I mean, like, just freaking amazing, badass. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, it's the justice I think a lot of us are, like, wanting to see, even though it's fictitious, you know, but oh, it's yeah. still a real part of history. And, like, this is the second person of color we see in the franchise fighting for freedom. And I was like, yeah. Uh, just, yeah. like, they didn't just do, okay, we did one, that's it. They're like, no, like, yeah. they were just like, no. we're going to do another one. Because this is this is still a thing going on that, mm-hmm. that time era. So I was like, yes! Yeah. <laughs> ah. um, but yeah, uh, Josh, do you want to take the next one? Yeah, I'll take I'll take the next two because they're okay. both mobile games on iOS. So Assassin's Creed Memories in 2014 was on iOS. This reminds me of like the like Game of Thrones games that you see on mobile phones now. Like it's a card based kind of RPG strategy. It's not like yeah. any of the other games. Um, it so me of it, a, it, what is it? Stone Stonehearth, kind of. Oh, kind of. Heart- Hearthstone? Hearthstone, there we go. <laughs> Hearthstone? Uh, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's interesting. It's, I don't know, I feel like it's more, yeah. It's like a little more. Of. There's another game that's similar that has like the strategy gameplay in it too. Yeah. It's like, it's the, the one that, 
go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, it escapes <laughs> my mind right now. I'll think of it when we're done recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, the other one that came out, though, the same year was Assassin's Creed Identity, which I actually think is way better than Memories, uh, just from okay. what I've seen. Um, so you basically, it, this one's very closely aligned to like the main title of the games. And I love, uh, pocketgamer.com has an article about it. Like, is this a full Assassin's Creed experience on a mobile game? And they're, they said, you know, kind of yes and no. Like it covers the DNA of the main console series and everything was, as they put it, sneaky, stabby, hidey, climby up thingies. Um, <laughs> and it is like, it's kind of a semi open world. Like it's actually a very pretty looking game, but mm -hmm. because obviously it's on mobile, it's not a totally open world. So you have smaller little pieces of the world that you are released into and contained in uh, through like bite-sized campaign sessions. So pretty neat game to be honest um oh, yeah. i think a little bit better like i could see memories as like the one you play while you're watching tv but identity is the one that you want to actually like sit down and play maybe while you're in an airport or something you know like waiting for the plane so oh yeah definitely yeah but they were busy in 2014 there's another one there's a fourth <laughs> game you nope, you can take this one scully this is a console game <laughs> oh yeah so um <laughs> we've got assassin's creed rogue which launched the same day as unity and it does tie into Unity a bit. Um, so this one came out on PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And the reason why this launched the same day as Unity, I believe, is because this one came out on the older consoles and Unity came out on the new, the next gen consoles for that year. It wasn't, oh, it wasn't, you know, launched on uh, the old gen. Um, so this one uh it they did re-release it later for uh ps4 and xbox one in 2018 okay. they, they were like yeah, give them four years then we'll give it to them <laughs> um yeah. so the character we play as is shay patrick cormack he's irish <laughs> you can't tell from the name nah. <laughs> and his actually like when i dove into his history like it's actually really interesting like they really played off of rogue like he he's an assassin gone rogue like he turns his back on the uh assassin uh brotherhood and goes and becomes a templar um oh. and he has a very good reason for doing it though but i won't spoil that um so this is part of the helix player saga and there was DLC for this. Um, it was the Templar Legacy Pack. I actually couldn't find too many details on this DLC. It came out uh, in 2015. Um, I want to say it had missions to it. <laughs> like, but I, I can't. I can't give you a definite answer. <laughs> if you've played it, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I never played Rogue. I didn't know that Rogue existed because you know when. The next gen consoles came out i had already traded up <laughs> so back when you could get the next gen consoles remember those days? right oh the good old days <laughs> like, and there wasn't a supply shortage <laughs> exactly oh my god oh. <laughs> so uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so assassin's creed unity i think i have my longest notes on this one um this one came out 2014 same day as rogue um but this one launched on Please, uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One did not launch on the old gen consoles. Um, this one we play as Arno, and this is also part of the Helix Player Saga. So this is the game that featured the Notre Dame Cathedral in it. And 
we we all know uh you know it burnt down 2019 uh well not burnt down it caught fire in 2019 and um ubisoft actually donated uh 5,000 euros which uh translates to like five like 500,000 euros 500,000 yeah yeah. half a million euros yeah and it translates to like you know almost like 600,000 us dollars like roughly rounded oh goodness i'm like i'm rounding Mm -hmm. up a whole lot um (laughs) (laughs) um to the restaurant it they donated this to the restoration project of the real structure Mm -hmm. but according to the polygon article a few months ago um that's about all they did to help the 3d modeling of the structure in game is vastly different to the original structure due to copyright laws and adjustments made to accommodate the unique gameplay i.e you know purchase hidey holes, and other areas for easy assassinations. Um, right. However, they did say in a statement that if asked, they'd be happy to lend their expertise in any way they can, but so far it doesn't look like they've been asked. Um, oh, I thought they were asked. Oh. Yeah, I thought they were. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was just a few months ago, so I was like, oh, I guess they haven't been asked. Um, but a lot of people, you know, were saying, oh my god, like, you know, they've taken all these reference photos and stuff, they they 3D mapped this structure, like, you know, they'll be they able to use the all of that. somewhere, whether they went and to launch the game like it, you know, yeah. or not, like, they mm-hmm. still have those. Yeah. yeah, I was like, they have all the reference photos, so they could, you know, donate their reference photos, mm-hmm. but as Your far friend, as... Follow your pride and let the... Let, well, the gaming let the Canadians company. help. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. this is Montreal, Ubisoft Montreal, right? Yeah. So, so yeah. um, uh, you know, they, uh, they 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 even showed like in the article like the differences between uh one of the stained glass uh windows in the Notre Dame game uh cathedral in game versus the real one, and there are very big differences. Because there are a lot of, you know, copyright or artist laws, um, according to someone who commented on it. Uh, they're called artist laws in France, I believe. Um, at least according to that commenter. Um, but to us, it's copyright laws. Um, yeah. So they couldn't do an exact copy of Notre Dame. Um, so it's very different. A lot of the artwork that's in this building has been changed because of copyright laws they've taken out pieces of it and put in something else to allow the character to climb up to a place and assassinate and stuff like that um so it's very very different their their whole mapping of this uh structure is not the same as the Notre Dame, real Notre Dame Cathedral. <laughs> Although it would be really cool to have, you know, I'm sure like, you know, little hidey holes and perches that we could all climb up on. I doubt they want right. to rebuild the real Notre Dame Cathedral that way. <laughs> um, but I will link that article in the show notes for anyone who'd like to read it. Uh, to read it. It's got a lot of good info and, you know, pictures, like I said. Um, and it yeah. really dives into the difference between the in-game structure and the 3D modeling versus the real structure. Can you just imagine in like history books down the road explaining the history of the Notre Dame Cathedral and they're like, and this part, well, we accidentally built it because the video game we based it <laughs> off of had a hidey hole here for an assassin. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. And I know, oh. yeah, like I know they did that with a, they do that with a lot of the structures in the game. Like there's tunnels oh, yeah. and stuff in places that I know there's no tunnels there. 
I was like, I've been to that, and I'm pretty sure there's no tunnels going under that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel lied to. I know. <laughs> it's like you play these, and you're just like, oh my god, I didn't know this was here. I was like, that's because it's actually not. <laughs> I was like, they've they've remodeled these structures to fit the gameplay, and that was something I just I didn't even think about when reading oh. this article. I was like, wow. Um, so that's that was a big side note, but yeah, that was that was something I know we mentioned it during uh Fenwa's art, uh, Fenwa's interview. Yeah, and when yeah. I read this article, I was like, wait, what? Like, my whole world shattered. <laughs> I know, I'm like, wait, they actually didn't like they're not working with them right now. What, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, and Polygon's a great company when it comes to like gaming news, so oh, I'm like, yeah. yeah, I'm like, I you know, I'll trust Polygon on this one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll trust. They're pretty good at doing their uh, research and reporting. Oh, yeah. Um, but let's see. So DLC for this game. Uh, we've got the American Prisoner Mission. It was released at uh, game launch. We've got the Chemical Revolution, also released at game launch. And we have Dead Kings, which came out in 2015. Um, all of these DLCs had missions in them. But there were also some more DLCs that I just didn't list because it's just a bunch of weapons and armor. And I was like, you know, on day three <laughs> working on this outline. And I was like, you know what? We're just not going to we're going to conclude the storyline ones. That's what we're going to do. Cosmetics. No, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, so that's um, that's Unity. And that that was oh, I still need to play Unity. I haven't played it. It also has a yeah, multiplayer. To... Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look and see if I. I, I should get Unity on PlayStation because. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember when but they it... were when they were uh, advertising Unity. They really put. They really focused on this has a multiplayer. You can play with your friends online. Like yeah, multiplayer. And I was like, no, I didn't. I just know. want to be left alone in these games. Yeah. Though. <laughs> I was like not really into the whole PvP match thing. Like. You know, I don't have, I don't know anyone who's going to want to play with me. Turns out it does have a single player mode. And I just didn't see that in any of the advertisements when it was like when they were, you know, launching it. So I was like, I'm not getting Unity. Like, I don't want to play a multiplayer. Like, that's kind of sad. Like, I'm going to miss out on the story. And here I am years later doing research for a podcast. And I'm like, mother fluffer. (laughs) (laughs) I could have gotten this game. It does have a single player mode. (laughs) like fudge sickles <laughs> but um josh do you want to do you want to grab the uh, the next one yeah this one's interesting because it's not anything like the other games yeah. i mean it's actually more like a mobile game but it's for consoles so assassin's creed chronicles china in 2015 it was released for ps4 xbox one and you play as uh is it shao shao yeah shao yep okay uh, so it's like, as you put it, Scully, it's like a 2.5D, not quite a 3D game. Uh-huh. So it's it's like the old school, like, oh, there's a name for this, and I'm drawing a blank as to what style game this is. But it's just like the side-to-side. Um, reminds me of, like, Mortal Kombat, some of the, like, combat scenes and stuff. Yeah. And then you're just kind of going through. It's very pretty. It's a very interesting style of art. They kind of, it looks like they went a little bit more of, like, with the ancient China Chinese, like, style. Um, that was 70% off on Steam right now. Right? <laughs> um, but yeah, this one, it's it's interesting. I don't, I don't, I, I didn't hear a lot of buzz around this one when it came out. And I think oh, some yeah. of it, 
might be because of the style of the game. It's not a full Assassin's Creed game. That what type of style was it? It's a traditional brush, like it's inspired by traditional brush paintings. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So it's got that very like um, artwork kind of mm-hmm. style to it. Yeah, and it was developed by Climax Studios and published by Ubisoft. So it wasn't actually like developed in house by Ubisoft, but looks with. Yeah, so, and in, like a little bit different, a little bit different. Yeah, and everywhere that I'd seen it mentioned that this was part of like a three sub series game, so it was like a mini game. It wasn't like a full game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, there was also there's also India and Russia as well, right? Yeah, or, on the list. And I'm sorry, yeah. I just jumped. It's, I, I was like, <laughs> it's after the next one, but um, <laughs> but yeah, they they released them like uh, I want to say like from where I was reading, it was like six weeks apart that they were releasing them. Hmm. Um, something interesting. Yeah, it was like six weeks six weeks apart. So this one was like came out in like the end of 2015. And the next ones are listed as 2016. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh. I mean, they're, 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 I mean, artistically, they're very beautiful games. Mm-hmm. I just, these types of games, I don't, unless it's like an indie game. And I guess it, I guess that might be what they're going with here. But like, unless it's an indie game, I'm not, like, if I play a, a game from like a series as big as Assassin's Creed, I want an open world 3D experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you it know, was... so I'm, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it was it was really cool because uh, the Shao, we see her kind of pop up here and there on the timeline in different games. And she's even in the movie from what really? I read. I wonder I if they're like, going to do shit. a full like Assassin's Creed China, like go back to it and with Shao and like make these games I'd really like be, to see that because be amazing environments. Oh my god! Oh yeah, because her storyline is like um, the Chinese Brotherhood has all been like killed off, and she's the only survivor. And she oh. goes and she gets training from one of the other assassins that we've played as, so she can return to her homeland and seek vengeance. <laughs> so see, I mean, come on. Wait, so she has. Wait, is that so? She is return. Oh, okay, I see now. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they've got to make a full game out of this because I mean, I'm that looking be- at it and I'm like, this world would be amazing in like Valhalla quality. Right. <laughs> like you it know, would, it would be really cool to go back and see what the Chinese Brotherhood was like leading up yeah. to the point where they're all massacred and Shao is like the last survivor. Oh, I mean, we would know what the ending would be, but how cool would that be to be able to play through that? Right? Like, I I know we wouldn't play as Shao, but at least, you know, we'd see what had had happened. Yeah. I also think it's, I know I'm jumping ahead, but I think it's interesting that they went to India as well, because you don't really hear of a lot of video games taking place in India, especially in this, like, era. So this would be a beautiful and interesting and amazing world to like get into for the for the India version. Oh, yeah, because India's history is so beautiful. It's just, oh, my God. And it's so rich with just so much, like so many different layers, too. Like, yeah, such rich, beautiful history. Oh, Uh. (laughs) Okay. it's a good thing. We have like thousands of years of history for them to tap into with this series. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right um all right so tris has had, had to step away because she needs to go make dinner so we're going to continue on um this is a legacy yeah. episode 
this is lengthy. We got to balance the pixels together with this. Yes. This is part of, you know, life shows up, life happens, you know, yes. <laughs> when you have a series like this, like it sucks up a lot of your time. Oh yeah. That's why I was like, let's not talk about NT like NFTs. Like, you know, we're going to spend a lot of time commenting <laughs> on some of these games. I don't know if all of this, these side combos, like with our ancestry DNA and stuff is going to make it in because this is going to be a long episode. <laughs> I know, I might, I might have to chunk, might have to like Frankenstein this episode, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. Like, all right, so, keep... so we, we talked about, we talked about the Chronicles of China yes. and how we kind of feel like they should make full games. Do we want to get into Syndicate now? Yes. Oh my God. Let me get into Syndicate. Okay, so uh, next we have Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Uh, this launched in 2015, came out on the PS4 and Xbox One, as well as uh, PC. Um, our characters, plural, are twins, Jacob and Evie Fryer. And um, Evie is my queen. I loved her. Always played with her as much as I could. I, I was like, yeah, there's some missions where you have to play as Jacob. And like missions that you have to play as Evie, like they force you because it's, you know, part of their part of the storyline. But I'm just like, uh, but I want to play as Evie all the time. <laughs> in all of these, though, are you able to customize each of these characters as you're playing? Like in Valhalla, there is like severe customization that you can do to like oh, yeah. Ebor and like all like, I mean, like. You won't even look like what you started with if you want to customize like his outfits and hair and tattoos and things like that. Oh yeah, so for these ones, you weren't able to customize the character. You could change their outfits though, and like oh, maybe their okay. hairstyle. <laughs> this is why I didn't really get into the series because I didn't want to be stuck with a certain character. Yeah. When I heard about Valhalla and its customization, I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, like it was. <laughs> it's interesting, like how they they finally caved and went into custom uh, character customization um yeah. because you know and all in we'll get into that at Valhalla yeah. because they went all in i mean there's a whole oh, marketplace yeah. for it <laughs> oh man but yeah so this is part of the helix player saga um we're still in uh miles's dna i believe um so this one take oh, this one i love the location for this one i love the timer for this one so this one took place in uh, london during the Second Industrial Revolution, aka one of Scully's favorite times in history. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Industrial Revolutions. Um, also, something that I absolutely loved was their hideout was a train. And it was almost always on the move. Uh, so, uh, mobile base of operations, uh, yes please. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I loved, like, it was really cool getting to see trains. Like, I, I lost it when I was like, oh my god, there's a train. I was like, ah! Um, so, DLCs, we've got Runaway Train, which came out in 2015. Then we have the Season Pass, which uh, included the DLCs Jack the Ripper, uh, also launched in oh. 2015. And the last... Uh, oh god, I can't pronounce this. Last Mariah? Last... Oh, I lost my spot. Last... Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, I feel like I know how to say this. Maharaj, Mar Maharaja. 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 Okay. There we go. Maharaja. I'm like, oh my God, why is it so hard for me to say? I'm, it's literally on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. Last Maharaja. Ma oh, I already lost it. I forgot oh, how no. to say it all. Maharaja? <laughs> Maharaja. Yeah. Maharaja. Yes. Yay, we did it. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Go team! <laughs> and uh, that one came out in 2016. Um, when they announced the Jack the Ripper 
DLC, I literally screamed. Kid you not, I screamed. Oh, really? Because I love, I love me, but like, I love it when people take uh, true crime cases, like historical ones, and put like a oh, fictional spin oh, on it. Oh, yes. The true crime junkie. Because, that- <laughs> yeah, because like, for the longest time, the Jack the Ripper case has never been solved. We don't know who the who Jack the Ripper was. Um, there's like speculations that it was actually a woman. And I was like, hey. <laughs> I was like, because that was unheard of during that time. Oh, They're like, women yeah, can't be. Right. Women can't yeah. do anyone harm. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> there are bitches out there that be crazy, okay? <laughs> yeah. Carol Baskin. No, yeah. I'm kidding. She did not murder her husband, you guys. <laughs> they found him in Costa Rica. Watch the latest oh series on that. Oh, yeah. Like, they definitely have, like, strong, like, evidence that he has been in Costa Rica now. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Or okay. Carol Baskin. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but she's not in Assassin's Creed. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so um, you're you're pretty much, like, in this one, you're, you're trying to solve the Jack the Ripper cases and catch him. Um, so I thought that was really cool. And then we've got the, uh, the Darwin and Dickens conspiracy in 2015. Again, I was screaming because they dropped that and I was like, Darwin and Charles Dickson? Dickens? Dickens? Yeah. I'm like, how does, what? (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like it was kind of cool because the banter between the two was really funny. (laughs) I was like, oh my God. Um, but I think Jake, uh, Jacob is the one who does the missions for that one. And I think, uh, for Jack the Ripper, it's, I think you, I want to say you can either do Evie or Jacob. Um, I don't remember, but I, I distinctly remember playing the Darwin and Dickens conspiracy. That was a lot of fun. Um, oh, I am just now realizing that Charles Dickens and Charles Darwin were alive at the same time. Yeah. What? They're both I named Charles. Darwin was like way older. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I like... just learned something new from this game. It was so cool. Like I didn't even realize until I was oh. playing that DLC. I was like, "Holy shit!" Because you learn about them in like separate aspects of history. Like Charles yeah. Dickens was a writer. Uh, Holy Darwin shit! Darwin was the one who you know figured out that we're you know he was like you know trying to figure out where we came from stuff like that yeah um and, and they're both they're both from the uk and they both lived around the same time almost exactly the same time yeah. oh my god i seriously thought charles darwin was like from the 16 or 1700s right. i did not realize it was the 1800s wow okay sorry yeah so like that was it was like really really cool to see that uh to like play through that dlc um the other wow. dlc we've got is a long night which came out in 2015 Streets of London pack, which came out in 2016. Um, those DLC, and then like their DLCs that are also like, you know, outfits for Evie and Jacob. Evie has a steampunk outfit. That was one of the DLCs. And I was like, hey. That's like, they better for yeah. that era. <laughs> yeah. So they give her they give her a steampunk one and Jacob gets like a Victorian one. And I was like, eh, this is not bad. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Needless to say, I played a whole lot of Syndicate, and uh, I played a whole lot of the DLC. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you want to get the next um, couple ones? Yeah, I know we kind of touched on them a little bit. I kind of jumped ahead a little bit. <laughs> but So the Chronicles continue. The Chronicles of the Chronicles continues. Uh, so in 2016, these were released in the same year. So they had uh, Assassin's Creed Chronicles India and Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. On uh, PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, so in India, you play as Airbaz, 
Arbaz. Arbaz? Yeah. Arbaz. Arbaz. Oh. Arbaz. Arbaz. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so you play me, as Arbaz. Give me one second. So, so you play as Arbaz in the Assassin's Creed Chronicles India, and then you play as Nikolai in the Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia. So both both of these though are exactly the same playing style. I, they kind of are the same like artsy brush like style, but they're they're a little bit different. They seem like they're a little more tuned to like each region. Um, okay. And the Russia one, let's see, the Russia one is uh, is the latest. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that one oh. takes place in nineteen eighteen. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, I am unpacking this as as it happens <laughs> right now. Um, okay. That's probably. Hold on. The, I gotta pull this up now. Yeah, that's probably like the closest to modern times that we get when we dive back into the history. Nineteen eighteen. What was what was the? I want to say it was the Cold War. That was the War. Soviet. Was it the Soviet Union? Yeah. No, that was the fifties. I thought. What was it? Oh. Oh my God. Why am I having a hard time remembering this? The Cold War was started in 1947. No, so, so maybe World War One. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It was one of the wars. I, I was like, I know there was a war going on for that one. Yeah, it was a Bolshevik party led by Lenin back then. So ah. that's what it was. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we were in the beginnings of the World Wars. Wow, that is like really recent for an Assassin's Creed yeah. game. Yeah. And I was like, and I didn't that's pick just up on one that of, from the screenshots. Yeah, and that's just one oh. of the sub games. Oh shoot, something I forgot to mention for Syndicate. Um, we also dive into. Oh, it's really weird. We go, we dive into the memories for Evie, and then we also dive into one another one of their ancestors who is a uh, part of. I want to say it was World War Two. It's one of the World Wars, but she actually uh, ends up saving. Um, Oh my god, I'm blanking on his name now. It was he becomes the prime minister of England. Um but he's the one who ends up uh writing writing the laws so women can vote in London. Like in oh. England. So and she ends up saving his butt for some like for some reason. And she turns around, she's sassy as fuck, and she's just like he's like, How can I ever repay you? She's like, the right to vote would be a start. And I was like, David Lloyd, David Lloyd George, Prime Minister. Is that does that ring a bell? No. Okay. I Women to vote in UK general election for the first time, December nineteen eighteen. Okay, um, so nineteen eighteen. So it was around the same time. Yeah, it had been. This had been called by Prime Minister David Lloyd George immediately after the armistice, which ended the First World War. Okay. So maybe did they change his name? Maybe, maybe in the game, or maybe he was going by his nickname. Oh, okay. Because I know yeah, I had to like... look up David Lloyd. Oh, this is going to be interesting getting into each one of these games yeah, it was, because... It was one of the ones that was like prominent in like, you know, getting women the rights to vote in England. Yeah. Because like, I remember that distinctly. I was like, when she was like, right to vote would be a nice start. And I was like, yes, queen, get it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. You know, God. basic human rights in a democracy. Yeah. Oh, well. And he's like, I can he's like, I'll see what I can do. <laughs> they call him Lloyd George. Yeah. I believe it was um, short. Yeah. I believe that little jump we take in that game was during when they were uh when London was getting a lot of the air raids. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I remember I remember like uh like, you know, helping with the uh the anti air weapons and stuff like that and going oh my god this is amazing 
<laughs> oh, was it Woodrow Wilson? I think so. Oh, okay. All right. It was probably Woodrow Wilson then. I think it was... Yeah, that was the other... Yeah. Oh my god, I need a refresher on all of my history, you guys. Yeah, it was oh. it was really cool. So that was Holy a snip, that was like a bit of snidbit that we get to we get to do. Like um it was almost like a you know, uh exploring the Adam and Eve stuff. It was one of those little hidden things right. that you could unlock in the game. And I was like, ah okay. I was like, I need to find all of these <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but oh back God. to uh so I didn't get this far in my research apparently. Like <laughs> some of this stuff I didn't I got to like Origins and Odyssey briefly, but oof. okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Lot lots to dig in. This is I think this is a good reason good good reason we're doing a, a whole season. It's on it's this. a it's a deep dive into all of them. Like if you've never played this series before, like this honestly would just be really helpful to know like all these games. <laughs> right? Oh my god. Uh, but yeah, Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, so Chronicles are Chronicles. Yeah, so that's that we're on, that's the third one is is Russia. So we got China, India, and Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't seem to get too high ratings either. But I really hope they go back to the Chronicles and make full fledged games out of like at least India and China. Would, that yeah. would be incredible. It would be really cool. They they made it a collection now, so you can get the Assassin's Creed Chronicles collection and play through all three. And they're they're short games. They're you know like they like I had yeah. seen in my research. They are all sub games. Um, yeah. So it was like, but it's you know if you like history, you like diving into like different cultures of history. That's a good one because you you get you get China, you get India, and you get Russia. So that's a a nice variety and yeah. a little pack there. <laughs> a little yeah, definitely worth it I guess in a pack of those. Oh yeah. Um, let's see. So the next thing we've got is Assassin's Creed Origins, which is one I played the shit out of. I absolutely loved it. <laughs> so this one came out in 2017. It was released on the, um, you know, I, I may not say it all the time, but it was released on PC, guys. Just know, like, all of these games have come out on all PC. All of these. <laughs> yeah, I was, it's, yeah, it's kind of a given. Every single one, I think, is on PC. So. Yeah. I mean, there were some yeah. that were like weren't initially launched on PC, and they got it like later because <laughs> they were like console exclusive. We were like, yeah. all those console players, and like, they're yeah. like, we want more money. Let's <laughs> tap into the PC players. <laughs> yeah, um, but Origins released on uh, 2017, uh, Xbox One and PS4. Our characters here, so we get to play as two different characters. Uh, not so much. So as we do with um, uh, Jacob and Evie in Syndicate, uh, we mostly play as Bayek and Aya. Um, Aya is actually Bayek's wife, and this oh. one, this one, okay. this one takes place in Egypt. And this one was really cool, especially for me, um, because when I, I really, <laughs> I really dove in on research on this one because this was one of my favorites. I loved this game. Um, the team for this one consulted. Oh god, how am I gonna pronounce this? I pronounced it before when I was doing the research. Egyptologists? Egyptologists? <laughs> yeah, Egyptologists and historians. So they uh, they consulted them extensively to ensure the setting was authentically represented in the game. And holy um, fucking shit, they did an amazing job. So it's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, like fondest memories like i've always wanted to see the pyramids of egypt but like actually being in a game and like going into these like uh you know 
pyramids and ancient tombs and stuff like that, climbing up the pyramids. I have literally run up and run up a pyramid. Like, how fucking cool is that? <laughs> 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 like, not something I could do in real life. <laughs> um, but this is and this, the- oh, and this was obviously I'm like because here I am thinking like, well, the pyramids are like huge blocks. Like that must have taken forever. Not when they were originally built; they were nice and smooth. Yes, you could just literally go up it. Oh, dang! Oh, yeah! Wow! It's like wow, climbing up to the top. Like, cause like there are certain objects you can unlock and stuff like that. This one, um, it was like a feather or something that his son would collect. He's probably got the saddest story, like. Like gut wrenching. Um, won't spoil Aww. it for anyone because you you see it in the beginning of the game, but it's mm-hmm. it's really sad, and it's just like and it's it's a special kind of sad. Like you know when you lose when you lose something like yeah it it hurts, but when it's your fault, it's even worse. Oh, so like he's just it's he's gonna be it's gonna yeah it's yeah. gonna be an interesting story there. Oh yeah, so he's like there's a lot of emotion in this storyline, and I was like, holy shit! There are points I actually cried. I was like, ah. oh, wow, that's like me in Cyberpunk. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, oh. but this is the first installation of the Layla ha- Hassan Hassan. Layla Hassan? Layla Wait, Hassan is she the trilogy. one? Okay. So, if you don't know who that is, uh, Layla was uh, a member of the Assassins. She's a member of the Assassins uh, and a former employee of Abstergo Industries. She left their company after the Templars tried to kill her and was offered a position with the, assassin, uh, with the Assassins by their leader, William Miles. You might recognize that last name. He's Desmond's dad. So I was oh, like, wow. okay. Um, so that's who she is, and this is her ancestral DNA we're diving into. So Bayak and Aya are her ancestors. Okay, so she is who we play in Valhalla as well, and apparently in Valhalla, this is the last Assassin's Creed game that she will we will be playing as her like part. Yes. Um, so and also her dang, her okay. story is pretty like. Uh, diving into the lore like her story I was like wow I didn't I didn't know that that happened um but yeah so let's moving on DLC so for the DLCs for this game we have the Hidden Ones which came out in 2018 The Curse of the Pharaohs also came out in 2018 that one was probably the coolest it explored Egyptian mythology and introduced new mythical beasts and dead pharaohs for you to battle um I loved it not to mention uh, the promo art for it is freaking cool. Go ahead and take a peek at it, Josh. <laughs> oh, wait. Really? Okay, hold on. Oh my god! I don't, how cool is that? That is amazing. You've got oh this, my. like, decaying, Whoa. mummified pharaoh in the background. And, and all then of the these, mummies like, below. The mummies, like, oh my god. Like, it was so cool. And, like, the promo art was amazing. The DLC for oh, it was Lord. absolutely amazing. Because you got to go into these uh, tombs and stuff like that. And you got to explore these areas that tied back to the Isu. So it wasn't just, like, you know, ruins. It was ruins of a technologically advanced race. 
<laughs> which makes sense for this because it's like ancient Egyptian is one of the oldest like civilizations. Yes. You know, I mean, so you're really going back now. And I thought it was oh. I thought it was really cool because I tied in the you know Izu to the Egyptian gods, um, as well as like. I, I don't know if you ever dove into this part of Egyptian history, but there's like a part of Egyptian history where people are all like, aliens visited Egyptians. Look at the hieroglyphics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I dove into I that part of the history. That. And they tied that <laughs> in to the Isu. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, the Isu kind of sound like aliens anyway, as yeah. a as I was learning more about them, I'm like, God, this is like some alien race. Like, <laughs> exactly. So I love how they like they tied all of that in. Like that was easy, and I was like, I love you guys. <laughs> <laughs> aliens, man. Aliens. Yeah. So that was that was like really probably the coolest DLC I've ever played. <laughs> I was like, I love me some true crime and Jack the Ripper and cold cases and stuff like that, but. You give me that Greek and Egyptian mythology, those were two of my favorites. Mm. Oh yeah, so. Um, but let's see. We've got, so I'll do the next one and I'll save the last one for you because I know you, you've been playing that one, right? It's the, one, the only one I played. <laughs> so the next one we have is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which launched in 2018. It was released on PS4 and Xbox One. And this is where we get really interesting with the characters. So uh, the characters, the players could choose between siblings, Alexios and Cassandra when starting the game. Uh, the chosen character that the player chooses becomes the older sibling, the elder sibling in the game's storyline. And as an adult becomes a legendary mercenary known as the Eagle Bearer. Um, the younger sibling in turn becomes uh, De Demos. I think it's pronounced Demos. Um, a yeah, I think, yeah. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Uh, they're a revered enforcer of a secret society known as the Cult of Co Cosmos. Um, so your choice of character literally ties into the game's storyline. So that I think that's like pretty cool. And so you, you know, right. it's you. Alexios is the male, Cassandra is the female. So if you choose, you know, I want to play a female assassin, Cassandra becomes the older sibling. Um, so it was really cool to like see that they they tied your choice of male or female character into the storyline. And again, this is also a part of the Leela uh, Hassan trilogy. Um, the DLCs for this one included Legacy of the First Blade, released in three parts, Hunted in 2018, and Shadow, uh, Shadow Heritage and Bloodline, all both released in different on different dates in 2019. Um, the next DLC we see is The Feet of Atlantis, also released in three parts on separate dates. Again, they're doing that three-parter thing, which they did uh, with a previous game with their DLC. Um, and those ones came out in 2019. Those were Fields of Elysium, Torment of Hades, and Judgment of Atlantis. Um, this DLC, again, I geeked out. This DLC was based on Greek mythology and featured many of the gods and goddesses uh, that we know in this game as the uh, the easy race in Assassin's Creed. So it was oh, so cool. This makes so much more sense. Oh my god! Well, it's kind of the perfect opportunity, right, to introduce them as those oh, gods, yeah. right? I was like, and this lost yeah. city of Atlantis, like holy fucking shit! Like that was really cool. <laughs> Yeah, the Atlantis thing is shocking. I guess it would be like ancient Greece, right? Like, okay. okay. Oh, yeah. 
And it, I thought it was really cool that the Fields of Elysium are supposed to... Excuse me? <laughs> Sorry, if you guys heard that on the mic, I'm hoping that didn't catch. Um, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> I accidentally burped. Oh. <laughs> I was like, whoa, was not expecting that to come out. Um, the Fields of Elysium is supposed to be like the afterlife um, for the gods or the Izu. Oh. So it's supposed to be like that afterlife realm, which we, we hear a bit about the afterlife realm in prior games when they're talking about the Izu and what they did with one of the, char- the Izu characters. So I thought oh, that okay. was pretty cool. Um, that, you know, they introduced that as a DLC where you can actually jump into that. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. I was like, I really need to play this game. <laughs> I haven't played it yet. My sister has. She loves it. She loves Cassandra. I, yeah, I'm like, I got to play this now. Like, I've got to play a lot of these now, let's be honest. Oh, yeah. But this one sounds really interesting. And I remember my oh, sister dang. mentioning that you can romance people in this game. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah. She goes, I'm gay as fuck. <laughs> she's like I got this lady that's like hey girl and I'm like ooh hey boo and I was like oh my god get it <laughs> amazing oh wow I was like oh my god I don't so, know yeah. if you could do that in Valhalla can you I haven't even I tried I've been so busy trying to like viking and raid things to collect stuff to build my village like I've seen it I've seen it before where like especially with Ezio like you could flirt with people and stuff like that like you have the option to flirt oh. but I guess like you could actually romance people in this one. I don't remember being able to romance people in a sa- with with Ezio. Uh, yeah, interesting. So, I'm just like I, I, huh. I'm gonna have to dive back into this franchise again. <laughs> yeah. I was like, my memory is getting a little a little washy. I'm like, not only like the franchise, but like just history in general too. I need to understand. I need to remember right? and remind myself of some of these things because I feel like I should know this. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, so let's see. Um, do you want to take the next one? I will take the next The only one I've played. <laughs> <laughs> released in... Was it really 2020? Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah okay. So, released in... I, was, I, I didn't get it until 2021. It was, uh, it was funny when Assassin's I was, Creed... Oh, I was going to say it was funny when I was, reading, when I was researching this one. They were like, oh, yeah, this one uh, sold the most at launch. And I was like, that's because we're all in lockdown. <laughs> we were all stuck at home. What else yes. are we going to buy? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, that's why Animal Crossing, I think, it was going to be a big hit, but it became an even bigger hit because we're all stuck at home. <laughs> yes, everyone's buying video games during the pandemic. Everybody was. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why Pokemon Go made one point something billion in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Assassin's Creed Valhalla in, was released in 2020 on PlayStation and Xbox. There is next-gen console versions for these as well. I can honestly say it looks freaking amazing on PlayStation 5. Um, like, the detail is... Uh, it's mind-blowing, you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Every little hair in his beard, every, I mean, it's just incredible. Um, but yeah, so uh, you play as, I say Ivor, but I think it's actually Ivor. I think, I think you're right. It might be Ivor or Ivor. I, I honestly, I don't hear his name a whole lot in the game, so I can never remember. I hear his brother's name more. Um, but uh, you do have the choice of playing either as male or female. I've played as male so far, but I've only played it once. Um, or letting the game alternate between the two at key moments in the story. Uh, So with the female avatar depicting his life and then the male avatar depicting the physical appearance of the Isu Odin, 
which is I'm still unpacking the Odin part. So he's he's Odin. He's Odin yeah. in this, right? So like, which, with, oh my god. Yeah. Like the thing I heard about this game was they dive into a lot of reincarnation. So there are a lot they of a uh, lot of humans, like human Izu hybrids that are reincarnations of old Izu. Uh like, you know, people that are considered gods in our history. And okay, I was like, so oh my this God. makes sense then, because, okay, so I'm actually at a point in the game, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying not to give away a lot of it, but I'm at a point in the game where I'm in Asgard, and I'm playing as Odin, and I'm like, why? Because you're not only playing as, um, uh, what's her name, Layla, Layla Hassan, right? Mm-hmm. And and there's that layer of the game, and then you're pay- playing as Eivor, right? But you're you're also playing as Odin when he goes to, like, the the neighborhood um oh i can't remember which they call her but like uh witch doctor lady uh oh there's a special name and i forgot what her name is oh i feel bad now oh i knew we weren't gonna deep dive into this today but like when we do deep dive into it i'll 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 have more but anyway she basically helps him in a way hallucinate and tap into his dreams so you go into like another layer and that's how you get into like the life of odin right Mm -hmm. um so it's there's there's a lot of layers, but it's it's really really good. Um, oh yeah, it's really good. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool because like that's like them diving into their ancestral de- uh, memories and yeah. stuff like that. So it's, it's like, really good deep. <laughs> oh my god. It's also really confusing if you if this is the first time you're ever playing one of these games because you're like googling the shit out of everybody oh, and yeah. everything, and you're like. What is happening? I don't understand who these people. What? This is all a simulation. What? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's like, oh, uh, like I, they crazy. did such a good job with Valhalla, and I really, really need to they, pick it up. It's an absolutely gorgeous game, and and I think if you get the PS4 version, you unlock the PS5 version too. I think I just immediately bought the PS5 version though, but there are DLCs which I've. I think I accidentally bought because I got it on sale. And so I think I bought like all of them um, (laughs) because it was cheap. Uh, But it was the Wrath of the Druids and the Siege of Paris, which I've heard is phenomenal. And I've gotten little like the openings to that. But I haven't started that yet. So but oh, I'm really excited to go into that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's like really cool because that's a part of like Paris's history that we haven't really dived into yet, and it's before Unity. Way it's before Unity, yeah, yeah, way before. So I'm really curious what that's going to be like. I haven't looked up any like screenshots of it yet because I don't want to ruin it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and and the other thing too is like they um, they not only have been pretty historically accurate by the looks of it, of just in terms of like how the Nordic people came into England and everything and, and kind of started dominating uh, that 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 little island. But um, when you play and get into like the the parts as Layla, um, you I, I went into back to like the what Triz would absolutely love, right? The lore and the notes and the emails and the things that you can get into because you can basically open up the interface of a computer on the main menu when you're playing as Layla and then just start going through her files and emails and communications, which a lot of it was over my head, except for the reference where somebody emailed her because she's traveling and they were worried, keep in mind, this came out in 2020. uh, They were worried that she may have caught COVID and she said, no, it's just me. And like, there's this whole conversation about how, no, I test, I think she tested negative or something. And she's just, and I'm like, Jesus, they brought in COVID Oh yeah. For this game. Like, 
holy cow, <laughs> Ubisoft, like, just, like, just is like, all right, we're making history right now. We're going to put it in the game. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like, I love that they do that. They take, like, things that are going on in modern times and add it into that game, like, you know, because it's yeah. also going to be history at some point. So they want to make is, sure they're getting all of this in there. So when they get to the next game, <laughs> yep. like, oh, my God. Just, because she's in she's in England, I believe. Yeah, in when she's in this game, so you know she's it's like a, a ex excavation site, um, which leads me to believe you're not actually playing. I don't know actually if you're playing as her lineage or the lineage of DNA that they found. I think it's lineage of the DNA that they found, but I, I could be wrong. I want to say it's her DNA because is it her? A, okay, there's a scene where she's in the Animus, and I remember in Origins she hooks up to the Animus. And I'm just like she's yeah she is in the animus in this one yeah and so, I was like and I know the animus runs okay. off of your like you, when you plug and you're plugging into your DNA okay all right okay so it is her dang that's interesting then yeah okay cool but wow. but I could be wrong it could be it could still be Miles's DNA but I think they've I want to see they've closed the the Miles I, line yeah I think it is her because because this is the third now this makes so much more sense because she's. There's like bleeding and yep. things like that that are happening. And I'm yep. like, okay, this, this is the third part effect. of her trilogy. Yeah, because she's been doing you got this is all making so much more sense. I don't know. This episode was helpful for me because now I'm starting <laughs> to understand Valhalla a bit more. <laughs> yes. And not just like playing as a Viking and being confused. <laughs> oh yeah. It definitely it it'll it'll make more sense when we do the the storyline overview and then when we deep dive in each of yeah. the games. Yeah. Yeah, the storyline overview is going to be a, <laughs> a two-hour episode. Ooh, yeah, this one's already, like, we're coming up on two and a half. Uh, two and a half hours. We're so going to yeah. Probably after uh, after I chop it into pieces, it might just be a two-hour episode. Congrats, you guys. You get an extra long episode. <laughs> you made it. You made it. Um, but this is, this. that was uh, that was all the games. All of the Assassin, Assassin's Creed games to date man oh my god yeah to date as we're recording this because when we were talking to fen he said that it looks like they're going into like the like japan and like the the yes. samurai realm for like the next one which i cannot wait for yeah because we, we haven't seen <laughs> a... japan yet no we haven't and area. boy is there some history oh my god like and there's it's really japan's history is really interesting because where the world was evolving, like, you know, with technology, gunpowder, stuff like that, Japan was so cut off for a long time that by the time, you know, other people started popping in there like, hey, what's up? They were, they still had samurais, they hadn't, you know, they hadn't progressed, like, technology-wise yet until people started showing up like, hey, this is gunpowder! <laughs> it was like, yikes man there's so much to unpack with all there's so i'm like oh, i yeah. cannot wait <laughs> this series could go on forever like i mean I, I well i guess not forever eventually you'll run out of history right but yeah it's, it's just become... it'll be really interesting when they get to the point where they're like okay we've, we've run out of historical places and topics to touch on now maybe we should just focus on the izu <laughs> i would love maybe. to have a game that takes place during that time era. Yeah. Oh my god. That would be that would be really interesting. That would be right. That would be the origins of the origins. Oh yeah, because like <laughs> as you play through these games, you get you get like snippets of that era, 
here and yes. there. Yeah. I was like, I saw that in some of the like, oh, yeah. the, the YouTube like deep dives. I was like, oh, they, they're going back into that era a little bit to like, yeah. You know. It's really cool. And I'm like, you know, there's also uh, doing crossovers is really cool because uh, Odyssey and Valhalla take place like almost in the same timeline and they do oh, cross yeah, they do. over okay. a bit story wise. And I was like, yeah oh shoot okay but okay so what regions have they not so they haven't tapped into south america and anything there so there is a whole thing they could potentially do there and other than egypt they haven't really tapped into the rest of africa either so and then you have all of essentially all of asia i mean they did do the chronicles in china and india but i'm talking full-fledged games oh yeah there's a lot there's a lot (laughs) that would be so cool to dive into like i I love this series, this franchise. I oh can see God. why. I'm so, like, it took me how many years to finally come around to playing one of these games, but, like, I'm glad I'm into it now, and oh, I'm yeah. excited to play more of them. Oh, yeah, it's really cool. And it's really it's really cool to see um, pop culture references in some of these things. Like, um, let's see, I want to say it was Unity. Might have been Unity. But, um, or Rogue. Uh, but you see, like, a bit of a reference to Romeo and Juliet in some of the characters. Like, you know, he falls in love oh. with... He's an assassin, he falls in love with a Templar, uh, and then she dies, and he's, you know, you know, he's gotta go go on living the rest of his life without her, and I was like, oh my god, like, star-crossed lovers kind of thing, and I was like, I love that they, like, you know, they add these in there, like, hey, you know, here's a little nod to Romeo and Juliet, here's a little nod to this, and I'm like, Hey! Andrew, oh my gosh. But, okay, I just went down a... I'm sorry, I just went down a rabbit hole because I'm looking for, like, pop culture references now. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, it, literal pop culture references to Harry Potter. Yes! What? Like, there are times... The they, Yeah, there are times <laughs> when they make, like, snide comments and stuff like that, and it's, like, it's really cool. Like, this, this is definitely, a, like... A franchise that is a labor of love. They put so much into history, and they make little like you know pop reference, pop culture references, little you know snide comments and jokes. The women, like most of the women in this franchise, are sassy as fuck. I'm like, get it, queen. (laughs) I was like, yes. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. There's a Fantastic Beasts, and we're to get out of town. There's a easter egg for that too are you yeah. kidding me <laughs> it was like the easter eggs like this there's so much that goes into these games and i'm so appreciative to the teams who work on these yeah wow wow how are they pumping out games this fast there's been 12 main games <laughs> like <laughs> i know right well you think about it they started back in like the first game launched in 2007 so we've got a franchise that's been going well over 10 years true yeah, true. Almost 20 years, actually. What, we're, we're about five years away from the 20th anniversary of this series. So. Oh, yeah. Dang. So, like, you know, they've they've been doing this for a long time, which is why this is two-hour episode. <laughs> yeah, and they must have just been writing nonstop. Like, they just never stopped. They were just like, oh, yeah. okay, next one, next one, next one. Like, <laughs> like some of these games were released by uh, different branches of Ubisoft. Uh, most of them yeah. are released by Ubisoft Montreal, though. So. Yeah, but there's Milan, Quebec, Toronto, Sofia, oh, yeah. 
So you've yeah, got there's like all sorts of different. Yeah, ones. you've yeah. got different branches of Ubisoft working all these games, which is why they're able to like push so many games out because they're working on so many different games at a time. Yeah. Oh, and Gameloft must have helped them with their mobile games. Interesting. Okay. Oh yeah. Wow. So it's it's going to be really exciting. Like we haven't seen a lot of mobile games for a few years for this, so I think they might be off the mobile game kick, but. I see that now and watch like I next year's so. gonna be like, look, another mobile game and be like, motherfuckers. Another... <laughs> I'm still on the I'm still on the cloud gaming's the future. Like I'm <laughs> I'm serious. It's cl- NVIDIA's GeForce and I think uh, Amazon's Luna? No, Xbox Game Pass uh, or Xbox Cloud Gaming, I think. Yeah. They're now going to be built into Samsung TVs. So, oh, I mean, you literally are just going to pair a Bluetooth controller to your television and be able to access these services. So oh, yeah. it's happening. Um, so that's my thought. I'm like, no more consoles. I don't have to buy any more consoles. I just have to buy controllers. <laughs> yep. So yeah. Whew. Wow. We did it. We got Oof, we did it. these games. And you did it listening to this episode. Congratulations. Yes. Give yourself a little pat <laughs> on the back. You made it through the, the game overview. <laughs> yeah, the gauntlet of Assassin's Creed uh, games. I'm so sorry. I didn't know that bringing up Valhalla was going to unpack this much. <laughs> I know. Oh, don't. Like, I, I, I did my own little, my little gushing over, like, Syndicate and Origins and stuff like that, so... <laughs> we we and each the, of us kind yeah. of gushed over our own games yeah our own played. ones yeah and <laughs> like we said this is going to be this season then of the podcast is going to be focused mostly on assassin's creed mm-hmm. and then triz will be to the rescue with her gem of indie games that she finds and we'll have those as as many yes. episodes right is that what we're thinking yep so so it'd be interesting we're still going to keep to our our twice a month schedule so yes i was yeah. like because some of definitely some of these games we're gonna need a little extra time to research so doing indie games in between will be great <laughs> yes absolutely absolutely yeah so it'll still be the twice a month yeah, so. <laughs> also you your editing skills are are impeccable but let's not put that burden oh on you of editing even more <laughs> like, your girl needs a day job <laughs> one, yeah. one that takes right. the taxes out of my paycheck for me and I don't have to do it. <laughs> yes. Oh and and the boy is super busy with his day job. So oh, yeah. <laughs> Triz is very we have we can we have to balance these pixels. So yes. yeah, we gotta pace ourselves. We're, we're so we're so ready to balance some pixels. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah guys it's just crazy because honestly like i'm so like I, I i've been playing valhalla but i have like all these other games that just got the new pokemon one like it's being it's very very hard to balance all these games yeah like i don't know what to do oh yeah it's just this is a lot and then adding on top of it research <laughs> it's a yeah. game that we, we aren't too familiar with <laughs> Oh my god! Right? And then like to human to make sure that I'm still going out and doing things and like oh I don't even watch Netflix series anymore. Everyone's like, "Have you seen the latest series?" I'm like, "I can't keep up. I got too many games to play." I know, right? <laughs> I'm just like, I I watch maybe like an episode of a show that is interesting before I go to sleep at night, and that's about it. Yeah, <laughs> and that's it. You're like, that's all I have time for. <laughs> yep. It's either that or I play some Animal Crossing before I go to bed. One of the two. Yeah. It's, it's either or. <laughs> oh my gosh oh man but yeah you guys we we did it we got through the game overview um our next mission should we choose to accept is the storyline overview 
God help us. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, or should I say Isus help us? Because yeah. they seem to be the gods in this story. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah. Um, but yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we're going to skip the socials this time. But we'll skip this. You know yeah. where to find us. Look yeah. in the other. Look in the show notes. Yeah, <laughs> all of our links will be in the show notes, including the links to the things we've referenced in uh, for a bit in some of this episode. It's getting harder to words. It's been over two hours. <laughs> it's time. It's time to stop. <laughs> it is time. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you guys next episode. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Spotify. Now Spotify. Yep. Yeah. Leave us a five-star review, whether it's like, you know, I like your logo. I like your voice. You have a nice face, you know, or just I like, like the deep dives and the side tangents of ancestry yes. DNA. <laughs> you know, just, you know, or just nothing. Just a five. Just click the, the five stars. Just be like, boop, there's, there's all your five stars. Yeah, it's just five stars. It's just star ratings on Spotify right now. Anyway, yeah. So. Um, but Apple Podcast, you can you can write things if you want, and we will we will read them. We will. Yes, we love it. It helps it helps this podcast get to more people. More people will yes. be able to understand the Assassin's Creed saga. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely, definitely. It's a it's a free way to help us. So thanks for yeah. listening, guys. You're awesome. <laughs> All right, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Balanced Pixels. Our podcast logo was designed by Josh. Our intro was written by Josh, Scully, and Trizzle. Our intro voiceover was recorded by Kevin Chenard. Our audio editing is done by Scully. Each of our episodes are outlined by Josh, Scully, and Trizzle. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our listeners. We'll see you all next episode!